Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Crime and Sports early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This show, Crime and Sports, is sponsored by BetterHelp. We are proponents of therapy here. Mm-hmm. One of the things is, what would you do if you had more time in the day? Oh, How about what that? Would you do? What yeah. would you do? Let's say a magic, magic extra hour of time appears every night. Yeah, the nine o'clock. All of a sudden, it's not nine o'clock anymore. It's magic right. hour. Will you take a nap? Maybe do you, do you work out on, on reading. Maybe you want to work yeah. out. Maybe that makes yeah. you feel good. What would you do with that time? That's mm. one of the things that like therapy can do is help you decide. How you can fit in that thing that sure. you would love to do into the actual time you have. Right. Figuring out your priorities of time management and also just what makes you happy. You wouldn't be happy without therapy. No. I know, because no. you were very unhappy when you weren't doing I was therapy. a miserable, miserable man. <laughs> you were miserable, and now you're happy, yeah. and that's what you yeah, should absolutely. try. And yeah. you can do it, too. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's terrific. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient. It's flexible, suited to your schedule. All you have to do, you fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched up with a licensed therapist. Here's the coolest part. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Wow. They actually want you to get the help you need rather than yeah. just, oh, now you're locked into that therapist. That's sure. It's a great service. And learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Crime in Sports today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Crime in Sports. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Welcome to Crime and Sports. Yay! Yay indeed, Jimmy. Yay indeed. My name is James Petrogallo. I'm here with my co-host. I am Jimmy Wisman. Thank you folks so much. An immense amount for joining us again this week. Once again, hope you enjoyed last week the... The, the tribute to Lenny Dykstra's two years of freedom. That was uh, a good time had by all. Two years of freedom. And uh, if you'd have started working on it the day you got arrested, you would have just finished it. Just finished. Perfect. <laughs> so much work. So, uh, it was. It was a lot of editing and all that and a lot of work from Sarah and, yeah. and, and Adam getting people to call in and everything. And uh, if you enjoyed that, I have to do say, everybody, athletes out there who we've covered, if yeah. you're listening, because we found out a lot more of you guys listen than we had it's anticipated. Yeah, you're kind of under the radar. Yeah. But you listen. So anybody out there, if we've done an episode on you mm-hmm. and you not, if you're a zoom off, OK, right. you if, if you've touched a kid or like yeah. beat the shit out of your wife five times, we don't want to talk to you, no. probably. But if you like had a, like a drug problem and you had some shit and whatever, we don't care. Yeah, we're we're we've had problems ourselves. All of our friends are fucked up. It's no problem. You want to talk to us? We'll we'll talk to you, too. And we'll I'll be nice to you. In two years, Ryan Leaf. Yeah. No, <laughs> he just reset. Because it'll it'll it'll. it'll 
I, It'll reset again. And I said, I called Ryan. Everyone's like, "Hey, look, Ryan Lee's doing good." Now I said, "No, no. give him time." Yeah. No, he's 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 just you could see it in his eyes. Yeah. You could see it. He was just biting his time the whole time. He was good. Now yeah. he it, it, every second of that time was I got to go out and do something. I got to go out and do something. I got to go out and do it. Like you could see well, it in his eyes. Fuck him. The thing that I saw was just it's very much like quitting cigarettes. When anytime yeah. somebody goes, "How'd you quit cigarettes?" You just put in my mind that I want a cigarette right now. Exactly. And every time <laughs> so they ask him. Every yeah. day, talking about this is how I quit oxygen. This is how I yeah. quit oxygen. And his head, his head's like, so, I want oxygen. So tell us about your painkiller addiction. What did it feel like? Fuck. How did it, it's great. How did it feel to be on 30 oxys at the same time? How did that feel? Was that, you know, I miss was it. Is that, that, that okay? Do you feel better now that you're completely stone sober, can feel all your aches and pains? and everything? Does it feel, You feel better, though, as right. a person, right? Does your wife ever annoy you because yeah. you just want that shit and yeah. then you just fly off the handle and punch her? So, Never? Has ever happened Never? to you? Never? I don't know. I guess it's just me. So anyway, open invitation unless... Yeah. Unless you're unless you're a real dickhead, and you can tell if we liked you or not on the show. If we if we were like oh, fuck this guy, then right. probably not. But if we were like you know kind of rooting for this guy, then sure, if come the, on. If we used the phrase we were rooting for him, yeah, we probably still do. That's the thing. That's that's how it works there. So thank you for that. This week wild episode, uh, crime right off the bat. Right. This is one where we get out of the gate hot, mm-hmm. no waiting on it or anything like that. It's. Uh, Quick, first, foremost, and throughout. Let's do it. I love it. Uh, real quick, though, have to tell everybody, thank you for your reviews last week and every week that people do that. Mm-hmm. Your reviews are so helpful. We don't know why. Right. The Apple Podcast Purple Icon reviews, we don't know why they're helpful. They help drive you up the charts. So if you haven't yet, give us five stars and, I don't know, say something. It doesn't matter what mm-hmm. you say. Also, if you want to be get some more information, mm-hmm. also if you want to get some merchandise, mm-hmm. go over to shutupandgivememurder.com for everything crime and sports and small town murder related i don't know what you're doing if you're not listening yeah. to small town murder you're missing out new merchandise up all the time tickets to live shows if they ever happen right. you'll have tickets and then if they happen the fucking lake of the ozarks yeah for five fucking <laughs> minutes please so uh so, so we could have live Christ. shows eventually yeah yeah no that's one of those things that's not we're not we're not trying to get political no, or any fucking stretch of the imagination. It's not political. P- public health should never be political. We would like, here's the deal. We'd like to have live shows, yeah. okay? Because that's how we make our living. So selfishly, right. we'd like to have live shows. And you know what else, too? They're fun. Yeah. We've worked our whole fucking lives to get to the point where we could sell a room <laughs> full of fucking people to listen to us yap and laugh at it. Yeah. Do you understand how much fucking work that is to get from, I'll sign up for the open mic, to a thousand fucking people or bought tickets to see you? Do you know... What a fucking monumental uphill fucking climb that is. I get other people do it in their job. People go to medical school. It's much harder. But try that. Go try it. (laughs) You know how many working comedians there are in this country that actually can fucking sell it more than than 30% capacity tickets? It's like fucking... Two dozen. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's really fucking hard. So we really want to do live We're shows. We're thankful and grateful for the yes. opportunity to be able to do it. So we want to give it back. Be to careful, you. so yeah. we can eventually do this. I get it. I get you. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I believe me. Just be. Just be careful yeah. for me. For for us. For all of us. Damn it. So. If you hate your kids, do it for us. <laughs> do it for us, man. 
James and Jimmy have suffered long and hard. <laughs> they deserve this. Jesus. They fuck. deserve live shows. That's okay. They're trying so, so hard. Merchandise. That's all you know that it's goes. on the website. It's on the website. <laughs> you know how it is. If you want to be a hero of yeah. ours, if you want to be a producer, very easy to do that. You can do that over at patreon.com slash crime and sports. We'll say your name at the end of the show. Right. Jimmy will mess it up. Probably. And uh, then you'll have access to all the Patreon stuff, which is awesome. We have tons of good Patreon bonus materials. Small Town Murder was last week was Jimmy telling me the story. <laughs> so if you'd like to hear that, that was last week's Small Town Murder. And you get access to the crime and sports and Small Town Murder archive. Yeah through the uh, Patreon there. And if you want to just be a nice person that's over at PayPal, you can use our email address, crimeandsports at gmail.com. Make a one-time donation. That said, let's get started. Let's do it. Let's do this. We had to you know, clear out some house cleaning at the top of the show. What are you going to do with there? So let's get into it. Our, our star of the day yeah. here, it's Corey Dillon. Okay. You remember Corey Dillon, Jimmy, the yeah. running back right. uh, for the Bengals mm-hmm. and the Patriots. Right. He's a Super Bowl champion. Right. He's, um, let's talk about, he's had an interesting life, Corey right. Dillon here. Yeah, very interesting life. Corey James Dillon is his full name here. Okay. CJ, yeah. yeah, he doesn't go by CJ. No. A lot of running backs go by they CJ. They do. And OJ. Yeah. Simpson, there's a Anderson. Lot of yeah, there's a lot of there's J. TJs too? TJ, TJ? yeah. Bro, yeah. Sh- running backs. Yeah, DJ yeah. Duckett. Right. Running back shortened CJ Spillman, yeah. TJ Duckett. Why are the running backs always shortening their name? How I did I do that? that. <laughs> you pull TJ Duckett out of your How ass. How did I do That's that? That's pretty impressive, Jimmy. Good job. Who do you play for? The Expos? Eagles? Because he played for the uh, Royals, yeah, I the think. The Philadelphia and, Expos. Yeah, the Philadelphia <laughs> Expos. Then he was traded to the to the uh damn it, I almost set up a third actual the team. The Denver Blue Jays. I was gonna say the Montreal Royals, but that used to be an actual minor league team. God think, damn so. it. Never mind. All right. Anyway, October twenty fourth, nineteen seventy four, mm-hmm. Corey Dillon is born in Seattle, Washington. Okay. Born and raised in Seattle, mm-hmm. which I didn't know. I didn't know he was a Seattle guy. I don't Which, think I can think of anybody that grew up in Seattle that played sports. Well, we did Jeremy Stevens. Oh. Like, what, a few weeks, a month ago or something? Jeremy Stevens went to UW. Right. I think he was from uh, Idaho and moved to Washington. So he grew up in yeah. Washington, too. But this is Seattle time here. Yeah. Uh, so, 74, he's born. His mother's name is Jerlene, oh. um, single mom. And he's got two older brothers, too. He's the youngest of three. So, he's got Charlie and Curtis are his older brothers. So, yeah. Charlie, Curtis, and Corey. Oh, okay. Went hard with the C's on she that loves one. Them. She likes the C's. Yeah. That's that's what she did here. But <laughs> uh, Corey knew his father, saw him from time to time, semi regular basis is kind of how yeah. it's described. Not. You know, not a, best not work. exactly every weekend, right. but he was, you know, probably showed up for a game or two and mm-hmm. maybe uh, graduations and things like that. Okay. So he knew his father and stuff. So that's, I guess, sort probably of. Probably called him by his first name. I, like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, what's up there? Or How you could, doing, Chuck? Yeah, what's up, Chuck? <laughs> How you doing? Good to see you. I'm they just, dad. They shook know, hands kind of <laughs> awkwardly like two guys at the plant, you know, work in different departments, right. but remember each other from the Christmas party. Chuck, right? Good. Okay. Nice to see you. Good to see Good you. Good to see you. Your <laughs> wife and yeah, they, your wife and kids. How are they doing? Right. Yeah, right. I remember that. Three boys, right? Okay. That's so, kind of where we're at here, I think, with Corey and his dad. But Jerlene did a did her best. Jerlene hangs in there, and Jerlene, she's a she's a, she's a hard worker, mm-hmm. and she tries hard to raise three kids on her own in the seventies, uh, which is Ooh. in the late sixties and seventies, which is fuck. 
not easy times at all for anybody because uh, the economy was in the shits anyway mm-hmm. and you throw in just being poor to begin with right if you start a race and you're poor you're back anyway <laughs> but if the, you're if it's a bad economy too you're not only back five slots but you're also like underground three stories <laughs> you have to climb out first right. and then fucking run from behind so it's not well, easy everybody else already started it's not easy yeah it's it's everyone else is kind of a little buried yeah. in the bad economy but you're fucking who's that hello hello <laughs> hey, hello. down there yeah you're you're down there it's in the cadaver dogs oh shit uh they lived in Ca- the capitol hill district which at the time back then was kind of a shit area i don't know what it's like in seattle now mm-hmm. but uh, things change i imagine but, that's downtown right i don't know seattle's one of those places where i feel like if you've been there it looks like they pretty much demolished the city and rebuilt it in like 2004 yeah like once frazier wrapped up they're like you know what everybody really expects this place to be nice we should really make it nice and it could have been nice for longer i don't know right. but it's, that's everything looks newish yeah. there it's, it's a weird fucking place very few chipped sidewalks even exactly it's all just very nice yeah it all looks like a set yeah it all looks like like a like a movie set or tv set on a sitcom when you see them walking down a city street that's on a right. on a back lot that's what the whole seattle's a big back lot right. seattle america's back lot <laughs> That's what it fucking looks like. Ken Griffey retired and they finally had enough money to build a real city. That's, That's what it what was. It They're like, between Ken Griffey and right. Frazier, we can do this. We've got it we've, all. We've built it. <laughs> we've built it all. <laughs> so, uh, Corey is known. See, this is the thing about Corey. Corey's known throughout his childhood as he's a he's a follower, as a lot of little brothers are, because yeah. they're used to following their brother. So, psychologically, it kind of works for them. But everyone says he's a nice kid. He's, you know, not a dick. He doesn't treat his mom bad. He's not a he's not a bad person, but he definitely gets in with a shit crowd and ends up doing a lot of dumb things. I know plenty of people like that. So that happens. And that's that's understandable. He is into sports early, though. That's one of the things for Corey. He's always a good at sports because as an athlete, I mean, you can watch him play and that's not something that would be hidden. So you would recognize that right away when he, he's a kid that when he's nine, he'd have been way better than all the other other nine year olds, bigger, stronger, faster, and kind of just has a different edge to him. So Corey here, his brothers are both good at sports. They're both kind of into sports. All so three of them. It makes it easy for yeah. Corey to want to be into sports. And his brothers got him into football on his seventh birthday, I guess. Mm-hmm. They said, so, so now you can play football. I don't know if that was the Pop Warner or Pee Wee cut off. Or, well. As far as I remember, it's six, right? I have no idea. I don't I remember. And especially, right. I don't know in the 70s yeah. what it was. In the mm-hmm. 70s, you could probably put a three-year-old in a helmet right. and stick yeah, him out yeah. there right. and be like, oh, I mean, it's full tackle. Well, but he's been, uh, he's been chewing on uh, liver. So it's good for him, though, right. I think. It toughens him up. Right. See, they scientists have found. Yeah. the pro- You know how, like, your hands are soft. Let me feel very soft. But let's say you went out and, you know, uh, hoed a field right. for, say, six months. Your hands would be very calloused. So what you got to do is, at this age... Their brains, see, they're still sloshing around in right. there. Their head's too big. So you want to get it a bouncing off the skull in a different directions get now. A, get a good callus You get a good it. callus on it. That way, later on, they get hit by a bigger guy. It doesn't even hurt them. They don't even don't notice it. Them. It's just calloused over. They're like, what now? It's boom, right off the bat. See, that's what you got to do. Get a callus. 
callous brain. <laughs> callous that brain up. Once you get that brain calloused up, that, and also you don't drink water during practice, because that used to also be a thing that they did in football to toughen <laughs> you up. Was this in like Bum Phillips playbook or something? Because that is, sounds it like sounds almost they like they would say. Yeah, I guarantee you, somebody yeah, said that back yeah. in the day. Said the kids got to get hit in the head a lot early so they get used to it. I guarantee fucking to you that's been said to some parent who was worried. Is, is it bad for them to get hit in the in the head like that as a kid? Nah, it's good for them. <laughs> No, they got to bounce around a few times. It builds up some calluses. That way they're not little pussies. It's like brain broccoli. You yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? That's what it is. <laughs> I think you know it happened. Unbelievable. You know it fucking happened, man. So. They did tell us cigarettes were good for us. Yeah. They um, told us. Imagine they were. Imagine <laughs> cigarettes were good for us. Let's live in a fantasy world. <laughs> the best. I know a lot of people, yeah, they don't yeah. smell right, but if you've ever smoked a cigarette yeah. after like like pasta and yeah. sauce or an unbelievable steak yeah and a, and a bottle of or water. you know yeah. other things right. it's it's yeah. it's pretty good so what i'm saying is if cigarettes were good for us oh what a great society <laughs> we live in if you can make a cigarette that's good for you but still packed with nicotine yeah. i think that we could really do something the doctor's recommending it oh that'd be amazing <laughs> i wouldn't imagine if you went imagine if you went to the doctor and they do your whole thing and go I'd like to see you up to about a half a pack a day i gotta be honest you know <laughs> like to see you try a little harder get up to about a half maybe 15 cigarettes yeah. a day something like that but at least a half a pack i mean come on next time you come in i want to hear half a wisman wheeze i want to hear some wheezing i want to hear yeah your lungs are pretty clear i, I wanna, don't like that i want a good rattly cough yeah, i would love that that'd be amazing that'll tell me you're virile yeah Ooh, what are you up to about two packs a day all right look at you wow <laughs> I can hear that. Like, my throat hurts. Yeah. I just it hurts yeah, it to will. smoke yeah, that it much. Will. Yeah, but it's that's it's callousing. That's what you do. You callous it like a like a toddler's brain. That's the <laughs> you have to do it early. That's why when yeah. your kids are young, you got to make them smoke. Yeah. <laughs> make sure they have access to it's, your cigarettes. It's callous. You callous them. That's what you do as a child. That way they'll be able to smoke more when they're an adult. Right. If they can really get you a good... lose your tonsils, you pussy. Yeah, come on. Get a good callus going. <laughs> you know, getting your tonsils out is good because then... As you smoke, you can really fill those holes in with calories. Oh, yeah. You want to really toughen them up. I mean, you, you play some football and you smoke a couple packs a day by, before kindergarten. I think you're going to be good. You're going to live to 110. You're going to be like leather. You're walking around like Burgess Meredith in Grumpy Old Men. And then for dinner, I eat a half pound of bacon. <laughs> And I usually drink my I usually drink my lunch it's the other way around. Your doctor's comparing you to leather, talking about when was the last time you bought a belt, huh? Yeah. See how long leather lasts? Favorably, <laughs> like I mean, leather lasts a long time. Does. I've had these shoes since my bar mitzvah. So they get better. <laughs> They're pretty nice. Have them resold, they still work. They look great. They feel better. That's what I mean. So you want to last? Holy you want to be all wrapped in plastic out there, all pure, Oops, falling apart, all pink Jesus. and pure? No, get the hell out of here. So uh, yeah. they get him into football, and we're talking just like in, in the front yard. There's some, you know, a little bit of lawn out in the street. They're yeah. playing football. There's no real access to a you know, major field or anything like that. But everybody says that Charlie and Curtis beat the shit out of Corey. They showed him no mercy. Yeah, no mercy, yeah. as you have to do with a little brother. Right. You have to if you're playing basketball, block that shot. Let him know that you yeah. got to get around it. That's how you do it. Let, let him see. Good. Let him see that I'm taller, and he yeah. has to shoot over me. Exactly. You're not, out, better. 
Yeah, exactly. So that's what they did. And uh, he was treated like a, they said they treated him like anybody else that was in their football games of their own age and beat the piss out of him. <laughs> <Poor> fucking kid. <laughs> and he was probably the easiest target because he was younger. So people probably went out of their way to hit him yeah. hard. Right. So but he they said that the first time he ever had a ball in his hand, he went the wrong direction. Yeah. So because he was seven. As it happens. And uh, basically his brothers beat the shit out of him for it. So he never did it again. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, that. Very interesting. Unbelievable. But to counteract these older children beating the hell out of him all the time in football, he decided that he needed to learn how to work out, mm-hmm. get stronger, and Bigger. counteract this shit. So he started doing 200 push-ups and 200 sit-ups every day that's as a, a child. Lot. For a child, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. that's a that's a lot. A child? I, it's a lot for us. I'm 39. I wish I could do that. But yeah, for a child, that's that's a pretty strenuous workout yeah. for a nine-year-old yeah. or something. But within, you know, after over his high school or uh, junior high years and everything and late elementary school, he starts really developing into a, a physical force yeah. and good at football, too, because he's been playing with older kids mm-hmm. for a while. So that helped him also. And he's the type of guy, as a runner, he's the type of guy who is trying to go around you no, at all he's no through you. he's lowering his shoulder and you, you better want to hit because yeah. he's going to hit you I like it. so yeah that's a lot of those those running backs you know those earl campbell types yeah. that said you know i'm going to deliver a hit mm-hmm. rather than you know avoid it yep. uh, you had your emmett smiths who would always avoid they'd right. glance off a hit that's how he lasted so long yep. then you'd have your guys like this that just lowered the shoulder and you know wanted you to be intimidated by him right. having the ball so, but he was really, 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 really into football. Their house is within walking distance of where the U of uh, UW plays. Really? So, yeah, Husky okay. Husky Stadium there. So that's you know they're real into it. I mean, if it's within walking distance, you can hear cheers. Yeah. So fireworks. If you can hear cheers, see fireworks, yeah. and see crowds and shit, you get into that stuff. So he was very into it as well. Uh, he plays baseball and football too. He's a really good center fielder with some pop in his bat as well. Really, can so he's, hit. So two sport guy by the age of 13 he's playing baseball he's playing football it's 1987 yeah. grace <laughs> this is grace the man the man's a champion and this is grace grace <laughs> Yeah, it is. It really is. Jesus for Christ, uh, Corey. Yeah, he's at this point. <laughs> what have you done, Corey? <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> Corey's had quite the run of it. Really? Let's just say, yeah, Corey's. Uh, not. It's not. An, there's no accident here. No. Some of the guys, you're like, ah, if he just wasn't there, you know, uh, maybe that wouldn't have happened. No, Corey. Some people find trouble. Mm-hmm. Corey's like, you ever met, watch like the Heathcliff cartoon? Yeah. And there's a big fight and it's just a cloud that yeah. moves. That's Corey's walking in the middle and th- there's a cloud that you can never see him because it's just a trouble cloud <laughs> that he just walks with all the time oh, around him. Corey. Corey's got problems, let's just say. And I mean, Corey being the youngest and being, uh, being also, in a situation where if you're not that, if your supervision mm-hmm. is lacking a little bit because, you know, your mother has to work a lot so you can eat food and have rent and, you know, lights on and shit. Right. You tend to fuck up a lot. And this is like a lot of my friends growing up did stupid shit like this because their family sucked right. or their families just couldn't keep an eye on them because they had other concerns or other things going on or work or other kids or whatever the fuck. And I feel like that's kind of Corey's thing here. He slips kind of under the cracks, which he's playing sports and doing things like that. He's doing all the things he should be doing. But then on his off hours, he's cutting up like crazy sure. going he's nuts. He's got two big brothers who will defend him and fix things that don't require the cops, obviously. 
obviously. And he's not scared, too. Yeah. He's a big dude. He, you know, he's on the street. He feels like he's formidable because mm-hmm. for kids his age, he's a big son of a bitch. And it also makes older kids. Sure. A lot of the kids, if you're bigger, we've had this a few times. If you're bigger at a young age, the older kids will take you under yeah. their wing a little yeah. bit more. And it, it makes you kind of you always end up hanging out with older kids. Sure. And they tend to make the younger kids do the dumb shit right. that gets them arrested instead of the older kids. So. So that's okay. what, that's kind of the way I see some of this shit going down for for Corey. Now a lot of these these early things came from a book that I found this information really is the only place that had it and it was they went through juvenile records and the whole deal. Mm-hmm. It's a book called Pros and Cons Criminals Who Play in the NFL by Jeff Benedict and Don Yeager. Wow. So they did a crazy job of research on people's really? criminal records and they were like, you know, Talking to players' wives and having them like it's wild shit. From the NFL only, that's all they covered. That's a in this thick book, book. Yeah, it's a thick book, <laughs> and they, they they cover like not everybody. Obviously, right, yeah. and they said this isn't even the tip of the iceberg. No. but this is like some crazy shit. There was like I don't know four or five years ago. It was before we started this. There was a there was an article out that had like. Like forty percent of the uh, of the players in the NFL had a criminal record. Like forty yeah. percent. That's that seems high. I mean, it's, it does. It seems high. It does seem high. It's a lot. I don't see many uh, like dentist reports where they're like forty uh, percent of dentists are criminals. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? That's high for a particular now, profession. I'd also like to know when those are from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. that's the thing. It's like not a current problem. You have to separate. Like the kid shit from the, yeah. I take it like this way. Once there's like newspaper articles about how great you are, mm. at that point it's on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, right. at that point, I'm not, I'm not your background and all that shit doesn't matter because you are going to, if anything, get out of shit yeah. easier. Right. No matter who you are, yeah. you know what I'm saying. And that you buy it or or somebody else, whatever buys it, it is, yeah. yeah. Or if you're even if you're uh, if you're a uh, player and you're a professional and you're wealthy, you are treated differently by the police sure. than a regular person. Absolutely. We've talked about this. Out of all our people that have done, you know, all our people, crime and sports subjects mm-hmm. that have done crazy shit in front of the police right. that would get any normal person shot fucking 40 <laughs> times. Yeah. We've had very few people get shot on this very show. Very few. And we're talking every color, every yeah. size, yeah. because they're fucking professional athletes right. and they're notori- they're, they have notoriety mm-hmm. and they have money. And right. that's exactly the difference. Yeah. So we always have to separate the, the young arrests from the old arrests. Because when they're older, I feel like whatever they're getting arrested for, they probably got away with five times. Right. To, you know, f- they probably were caught and let go three fucking times for every time they're, they're actually arrested for right. it. Like DUI. You know how many athletes? get let oh, go God. for fucking DUI. And how many don't even get arrested or pulled yeah. over? It's harder I mean? now because of body cams Obviously, and shit, but right. like 10, 20 year, years ago, yeah. hey, blah, right. blah, blah, they used to give tickets. Mr. It's a, Barkley, get home, please. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How many times <laughs> do you think Charles <laughs> oh. Barkley got pulled over in Scottsdale? And a lot few. Mark Grace, forget Yeah, and, and he has Dozens. goddamn multiple yeah. DUIs. <laughs> so December 7th, 1987, Corey is, do that math, 13 years old, 13. He is indicted on the charge of possessing stolen property. Indicted at 13. Grade. That's just fancy word for they're going to put charges on him. Okay. But still, yeah. he's he's 13 years old. Mm. And that's a thing of possessing stolen property. We don't know if older kids had him. Who knows what the fuck happened? Could be anything. I know a million kids who stole a ton of shit at 13. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't hold that against anybody. I'll bet that, that if that was a profession, being a 13-year-old, I'll bet that's 80% are criminals. <laughs> that's the thing. It's hard. Yeah. It, it, what, You're, what didn't you do wrong at 13? 
17. Oh, God, you know I was I mean? a terrible child. It, yeah. Oh, boy. I wasn't good at all. So I, I'm okay with that. And then the next year, uh, December 5th, 1988, he's charged with theft in the third degree. Okay. So that's 13 and 14 years old. He's... He's building his resume. But I mean, like I said, that's kitty shit. That's yeah. uh, theft could be he could have stole a Snickers bar. Right. We have no fucking idea. Shit, it could have been a head of lettuce because mom didn't have it. We have no could've clue. It could have been anything yeah. that, that that could literally be a stupid shoplifting right. thing, which oh, kids do that a lot. Boy, yeah. oh boy. Yeah. He's, <laughs> come on. So February 11th, 1989, uh, according to this indictment here, though, this is uh, interesting. February 11th, 1989, he uh he was arrested for, uh, well, let's quote from the indictment, unlawfully unlawfully and feloniously did have in his possession with intent to manufacture or deliver a certain controlled substance and a narcotic to wit cocaine. Uh-huh. So this was uh, this was crack busts here. He, this was he's literally selling crack on the street. And he's 14 at uh, he's not even 15 yet. Oh, yeah, he's Lord. he's almost 15. So, yeah, and he's selling crack here. Apparently, uh, an officer, an undercover cop on the Seattle police force was in the downtown area attempting to make drug busts and drug purchases and busts from street dealers. 9.30, he was approached by Corey Dillon and two other males in exchange for cash. The officer gave him a small or he gave the officer a small brown envelope containing crack so he got cracked there at 9 35 uniformed officers who were working with him arrested dylan and the two guys while they were frisking him uh, all of them they discovered three additional rocks uh of of him uh, of three additional cocaine rocks here in his underwear yeah. so he stuffed them down his pants too they really were thorough so he was having yeah he was smoking some crack here he's selling some crack here on the street at a young age that's young but usually when people uh, sell crack when they're 14 yeah it's usually not like it's they're not a, they're not like you know what i'm gonna do they didn't have the idea that's what i'm right. saying like they that's were influenced for sure a there's a reason uh-huh. they usually there's some sort of reason kids that are comfortable generally don't sell crack at 14 to on the street to, yeah. to undercover officers mm-hmm. number one and number two yeah there's a there's a like you said there's a there's something here <laughs> like the, not their idea probably i'm gonna say like go out on a limb here he wasn't playing video games and turned on tv and saw that there's a crack epidemic and was like how do i get involved you know what yeah saw it like it was like right. microsoft right. is starting to take off in the 90s like he's like mm, look at this so facebook's going public eh like the that wasn't a, a thing wozniak's building them out of his garage four, 14 i, I don't help. yeah I, I can help i can do this he is in seattle he's he knew everything he was in on everything so you know when a guy's selling crack on the street to undercover officers at 14 i i gotta i gotta kind of give him the benefit of the doubt there if something is wrong and he's 14 and right. uh you know he shouldn't even be outside at 9 30 at right. night downtown at 14 he certainly shouldn't be hanging out with anybody that tells him what that shit is yet that's what i mean he shouldn't a know what crack is enough to sell it right. and b he shouldn't be outside at that time and c obviously selling crack to anyone even if no he knows what it officers. is I yeah because i mean yeah you're gonna that know time, yeah. it, everybody knew what the fuck it yeah was. everybody did yeah but to know the the value of the weight is fucking crazy it's, yeah that's like, crazy it's a little much <laughs> it's a little much and no, to have it right broken down and in your underwear jerlene get a get a handle on yeah on there's Corey. somebody this somebody needs crazy. to get a handle or two older brothers right. too christ or cracks, papa chuck or whatever cracks, some, cracks some skulls yeah. here so uh, uh 11 january 11th 1990 he's arrested again here mm-hmm. um so i mean he's he's a pretty good childhood of of arrests this incident here he apparently was chasing a man 
and with a large stick. Mm-hmm. Corey had a large stick chasing a man down the street, uh, swinging it at him, threatening, saying he was going to kill him with the stick, trying to beat this man with a, with a giant stick while he ran around in the street away from him right. there. And apparently that's when the police arrived. And at that point, uh, it's said that he was charged with uh, a substantial risk of death or physical injury, creating one mm-hmm. to the man he was chasing, swinging a stick in the street. And also, uh, he st- they said that he obstructed the police officer and resisting arrest as well because he ran away. Yeah. That wasn't a violent or resist. It was a I probably dropped the stick and ran away when the cop got right. there. And then they charged him with resisting for running away. So, uh, yeah, but he was chasing a man in the, in the street with a stick. Making threats of murder. <laughs> <laughs> really actively trying to hit him yeah. with it apparently right. like it was it was a it was it was a real situation apparently Corey was fucking going a little off on him here as a child oh yeah this he's he's not even 16 yet he's 15 years old this man played in the nfl oh yeah well they didn't give him any sticks in the nfl though unfortunately he, he would have been a hall of famer yeah. if he had a stick i think that's the difference if he could have carried the ball with one hand and swung a big stick in front of him with the other i feel like he's unstoppable at that point i'll kill you motherfucker <laughs> i'll kill you motherfucker <laughs> Holy shit, no one's tackling him. So January 19th, 1990, this is a week later, he's in court for the drug charges from the year before. (sighs) So a week before he has court for the the one thing, he has the stick incident as well. So it's he's busy. He's a busy young man. In addition to this, he's also playing sports and shit. So it's very busy. (laughs) Uh, So this is court for the drug charges. He's uh, he was ordered by the court to serve 10 days detention, undergo nine months of state supervision perform 40 hours of community service i assume picking things up with one of those sticks right (laughs) you're good with a stick young man uh and having no use or possession of drugs or alcohol which i mean he's 15 he shouldn't anyway so that's fine (laughs) that should that goes without saying should be a very easy sentence to yeah complete and it goes without saying you're not allowed to drink anyway you're 15 so he was a juvenile so that made him you know, whatever. The, that was why he's got sentenced to so little. Apparently, as those same charges as an adult would have carried uh, 22 to 27 months in state prison. Wow. So, yeah, they gave him a break because he's which they should. He's a kid. Right. He's, uh, you know, right. clearly he is a child. So you can uh, still you, correct this behavior, I believe. Yeah. I mean, and he does end up in the NFL. Right. So, I mean, Christ almighty for him, it, it went as good as it could have. Yeah. Right. I would think. But given the right circumstances, it's pretty uh, a deterrent for that shouldn't be so difficult yeah for that's, that kind of life yeah from from this shit don't to, sell crack right. and beat people with sticks <laughs> this should be fairly easy to turn a 14 year old <laughs> away from that life <laughs> just something about beating people with sticks in the street i feel like if you're going to someone to reason with them <laughs> you're like listen i mean you know you can't beat people with sticks in the street right they'd go oh yeah well, i mean jesus that's got a point there um, a normal can't person argue would with just that. be like yeah that's true yeah but it sounds like Corey would be like I can't. Yeah. Well, even Corey might be like, so inside I should do right. it then, right? That way they can't get away and no one will see. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Good Thank you. Out. Good looking out. See, this is why I need. I'm young. Right. I need people to guide me. I need some help. Get sometimes. me better at this yeah. shit. So March 30th, 1990. We all need somebody. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so March 30th, 1990 is the actual court for the obstructing of a police officer. And uh, the state agrees to drop the charges against him for reckless endangerment and with the guilty plea and all that sort of shit. And uh, like we said before. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. 
We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Can I give you a real incentive to lean into your decision to start working out and eating better? I'm Carl, co-founder of Body. That's B-O-D-I. And right now, if you sign up for a one-year subscription to Body, I want to make you an offer you can't refuse. I'll give you 65% off. Look, I know it's not easy to get fit and lose weight, especially if you're trying to figure it out by yourself, but we make it simple. Just follow a program for 20 to 30 minutes day by day and lose 5 to 10 pounds a month. We have over 120 programs that have been tested and proven to work, and almost 300,000 five-star reviews in the App Store to prove it. Body also has complete eating plans and thousands of healthy, delicious recipes. So stop guessing and start seeing results with Body, and I'll give you 65% off your annual membership right now so you save big on the app that CNN underscored named Best Fitness App. So don't wait. Sign up for a year of Body and save 65%. Just go to Body.com. That's Body with an I.com. So July 31st, 1990, mm-hmm. he is having a busy year. Uh, he is arrested again. This apparently, uh, he was apparent. I don't know what he was arrested for, but he's arrested for, uh, for hindering an officer and resisting arrest. Okay. So I don't know what the fuck that could literally be anything mm-hmm. like uh, uh, that could be the way cops fuck with kids on the street. Yeah. That could, uh, that could be what you call a humble basically where they just took you in cause they, you were fucking, you were quote, I fucking them while they were trying to fucking talk to you or some shit like that. That's, that's some shit like that's what cops say to fucking kids when they're looking at them while they're talking to them. You, I fucking, are you talking to me? <laughs> yeah, I guess I am. I don't know. What do you want from me? So yeah, that could be, find you back. yeah, that yeah. could be anything. And then they could have said, okay, well, we're going to take you in on this. And he could have said, fuck that and tried to run away or something. So we don't know. He's still a child here, uh, but he is arrested for that. Now, uh, November he's in court there and he's convicted of obstructing a police officer and resisting arrest okay. and, uh, doesn't really get anything for yeah, probation. Really got him. They don't like to be, I fucked, you know, it's <laughs> so it is shocking calm down that this man, there. this child has gone from this to get into high school and be impressive enough to go to college. Yeah, no, it's an, unbelievable. Well, that's the thing about Corey that you have to admire is this dude, like, yes, he does, and we're going to talk about it. He's got some silver-haired yeah. people out there pulling for him, but at the same time, he also has to put in a certain amount of work yeah. to get where he needs to go, and the way his story unfolds, he could have very easily given up, and nobody would have blamed him, really? and he persisted, and yeah, there's something to that where you have to admire somebody's persistence, and you have to admire somebody's perseverance, yeah. even if they're a fuck-up. Like It doesn't matter. That's he, he accomplishes things that are difficult to do based on a lot of will, personal will, and mm-hmm. desire. So I have to give him a lot of credit, like against odds even. He's got a coach here named Al Roberts, yeah. and this man will be silver for Corey. For, for yeah. So that's like the the old coach's way of like horny for someone. They're yeah. silver for him, man. <laughs> He's super silver for you, chief. <laughs> 
He's silver for Corey from a young age and right up until the NFL. Like you'll see. I don't know if he follows Corey or Corey follows him or he gets hired because he knows Corey and whatever it is. But he ends up where Corey is a lot. We'll find out here. And now Roberts here. He's from Seattle. Al Roberts. He's a coach and he's the running backs coach later on at the University of Washington. Uh He'll also be at a smaller school that Corey played for. Uh, But basically his son played against Corey in high school. And he says, Roberts, quote, I assume the role of a surrogate father to Corey at Washington later on at college. I took him under my wing. Corey came in nice and soft, and he took me on as a dear friend and father figure. And he needed help, and I needed to help him. So that's what he says. He but needed help, and I needed I money. needed to. He needed help, and I needed someone very talented to <laughs> latch myself onto to fucking climb up the rankings. He needed help, and I needed a pool. <laughs> yeah, I really needed to not be a running backs coach for a fucking... Yeah. For a high school. For a non-top 20 program. That's what I need. That's what I'm talking about here. I, I need to be in the NFL. So June 8th, 1992. This is very interesting. Uh, he is going to be what, later on indicted for second-degree malicious, malicious mischief on this one. Now, Michelle Reed, who's his former girlfriend at the time as a 16, 17-year-old here. Uh, she reported to police on June 8th, 1992, that Corey confronted her and some friends. Apparently, she drove to an AMPM gas station to fill up her tank. It was just after midnight, and apparently Corey didn't like that for yeah, some reason. You bitch. According to this, you, how dare you? What are you using, regular unleaded? You cheap bitch. At least put the mid-grade in. The thing's going to run choppy. What the fuck? AMPM gas? Couldn't you find a Chevron? Man. Jesus Give me a couple of those burgers, though. They're gross, but I want to eat them. Oh, my God. So, according to what she said, uh, Dylan came up to her car and began berating her and her girlfriends who were in the car. Mm. I don't know if it was their gas choice or what it was, but he was not having any of it. Eating a roller grill, that you pig. Well, repeatedly, this might give insight, repeatedly referring to them all as, quote, bitches in the police report. All All you bitches, and you're a bitch, and all you bitches. So He was throwing bitch around a lot, apparently. Uh, He started an argument with her. Presumably by calling her and her friends bitches, right. I would assume. And that, they said, no, we're not. That, that, you know, it's weird. <laughs> if your girlfriend, wife, whoever, if they're in a, in a anywhere, really, yeah. hanging out, and you come up and you start yelling at them, calling them all bitches, you're going to have an argument, usually, I would say, with at least one of them, especially your girlfriend. Yeah. So, not a wise decision. Gentlemen, I didn't know if you needed that advice, but <laughs> if you did, you really need it. So it's enjoy. solid advice, I promise. It's solid. Never do it. So then she called him a bitch back. <gasps> what? So he, she said, I'm not a bitch. You're a bitch. Yeah. So a man then, bitch? Way worse than yeah, a woman he, bitch. He, yeah. Not, he <laughs> not okay with this. No. He apparently ripped the driver's side door open here and started threatening her. Uh-huh. And uh, he said, quote, what, what, challenging her. And she said, quote, I didn't ever say anything. And he said, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. So he like basically got all up in her business uh, in the doorway. Way, like yeah. you would say that shit again like a guy in a nightclub would say to another guy right. fuck you say to me well fuck, i didn't say nothing that's right motherfucker like <laughs> no you don't treat your your teenage girlfriend like that what are you doing well any age but especially not then so 
It's the same argument before every UFC fight. <laughs> it's what it is. That's what it is. Except I don't think she's going to challenge. No. I don't think she's up for the title. No. That's the difference. So then uh, he closed the door, mm-hmm. and while they were still in the car, he, quote, vandalized it. Okay. I don't know. They were in the car while he was doing shit to the outside of the car. Punching which and kicking. Probably it. terrifying yeah. to these girls, I would horrifying. assume. Uh, more than $700 damage was done before Corey stopped and threatened to throw a large rock through the windshield. So that was that. That's how that happened. Oh my God. Yeah. So he's arrested for that, obviously. She went to the police that night, filled out a police report. All of her friends filled out a police report. Because, <laughs> you know, he did this not only at the AMPM right. with like surveillance cameras and everything, but in front of multiple witnesses that were also in the car terrified. So probably not the smartest way to go about this thing. Um, now, this charge in September is ultimately reduced to third degree felony mi- uh, malicious mischief. And he is sentenced to perform community service, undergo undergo counseling, attend anger management classes, and pay restitution to his ex-girlfriend's mother, who owns the car, mm-hmm. for fixing it. Right. So basically, a slap on the wrist, don't do that again. Right. You're a bad guy. So, in terms of danger to society and people, uh, his crimes are certainly escalating. They're esca- That's the thing. It started out with okay, drug kid, sales, whatever. That's not theft, violent. Drug sales. Right. Like I said, I don't know what your financial situation right. is and whatever. And you're 14. I'm not going to get into anybody's shit for drugs right. uh, at all. But for chasing a man with a stick, that I mean, you don't know what that man did. Maybe he owes him money. Might owe, or the guy. Who knows? Maybe he was defending somebody else. Right. I, I'll, I'll even give you the stick. Right. I'll give you Maybe that. Maybe he caught him raping a child and he chased that's what i'm saying you never could have said get that get your dick out of that infant and then fucking chased him with the stick and got arrested at that point you know what Corey? good for you you're in the right so i'm not gonna give him the stick even i'll give him the stick i'll give him the resisting arrest because (laughs) the cops say that shit a lot of times so they can charge somebody with something if they don't fucking like him so you know what fine especially if they know Corey and know he's a neighborhood fucking knucklehead we can we can sweep it i'm giving you all those Corey. i'm (laughs) i'm giving them to you i really am clean record yeah not this. No. You can't go up to your girlfriend, all her friends start calling them bitches, threaten them physically, and right. then vandalize their car while they're inside like it's some sort of demented car detailing right. service. <laughs> no, no, you stay in the car. I got it. I'll wax it out here. I'm buffing this zen out with my shoe. Yeah, see, bang, bang. <laughs> Come out the other side. So through all this, we're this far into it. We really not mentioned football at all no. or sports or anything. It's just been 40 minutes of juvenile crime. And he's definitely a bad Guy already. It's, it's not going well for him. But in football, he goes to two different high schools. Later years, I think junior, senior year, he goes to Franklin High School, which uh, a lot of people went to Franklin, including uh, baseball Hall of Famer Ron Santo. No kidding. For the Cubs yeah. there. And Kenny G. What? The, the, the uh, weird. Yeah. yeah. Kenny G. <laughs> what is that? It's a tenor sax. Or it's a weird saxophone. Alto right? or tenor. It's, it's one a, of the two. Yeah. I don't know. One of them's a regular sax, and then he's got the weird. He's got the artsy fart clarinetti sex yeah, whatever the, the fuck like that is curly shit at the top yeah, it's a little it's, fluty sex yeah. it's a weird it's looking not a thing. bill clinton one no no it's it's, it's not, not Simpson. it's not like a yeah there's never been like a maybe i don't know but it's he not, might be the best person it's not like a rock and right, like a jazz right, right. he's not the that be- shit no he might be the best one that plays it because fucking nobody else plays nobody it. else because <laughs> it just goes no one else really cares about that he said that's all i'm gonna do right (laughs) i'm gonna corner the market (laughs) no one's doing this no one they were like that's yeah that's 
true, I guess. Sure. I mean, record it if you want to. I guess. Really, I don't know. really long. You should do that. It's curly. You look like a Muppet. It's fine. So just, yeah, that's fine. Do You'll that. Crush it. Put a suit on. Right. There you go. Any anything? <laughs> any any instrument? Yeah, gray and baggy. Right. Don't make. Don't let it fit. Go nuts. Yeah. Any instrument that makes your nose look smaller. <laughs> that would work. You can do that. You can hide it behind it. Right. Make sure to go up with it right. at the angle so they don't see anything. So, uh, yeah, they all went to Franklin as well. This is where I don't know how he has time to play two sports and be fucking up this much, but he does. He's, like I said, playing football, playing center baseball, also playing center field. He's got good pop in his bat. He makes the all metro team in baseball, as a matter of fact. So good in baseball he is that in 1993, in the 1993 Major League Baseball draft, he is drafted by the San Diego Padres in the 34th round. So that's how good of a baseball wow. player he is. That's a high round, but you're still a goddamn... That that just shows that they're like, wow, what an athlete that guy is. If we can get him to concentrate on baseball, he might be something. Mm-hmm. So they, they draft a lot of the two-sport guys lower because they don't know what they're going to do. They don't know whether they're going to go to college and play football or they're going to... St- play sign and play baseball so he does not sign that for baseball though it's 34th round you're not getting any money or anything you're basically getting on a bus to a small town and you're gonna go play triple a for a while enjoy and you're at the bottom of the list and you you know you'd have to really be a a superstar for anybody to notice you so uh yeah the problem is also though out of high school he's great at football but he does not meet the ncaa minimum academic requirements Uh and also he's been arrested a shitload (laughs) So so he's a, a, a I don't you know. know, I mean, proven dummy in terms of, of school. Uh, yeah. And uh, proven dummy in terms of arrest record. In terms of doing things. So they're like, hmm, <laughs> if you're a college, you're looking at him going, talent, yes, yeah. uh, but doesn't have the grades, A, to legally play here, right. and fucking B, I, he might be arrested at any point. He could chase somebody with a stick. We don't know. Pretty useless stuff. He chased people with a stick, and we're going to put a heavy yeah. one in his hands? That's What, so, are, we, what are we, nuts? No, let's, let's leave the stick at home. <laughs> so a lot of times, though, guys like this, this will happen a lot. Guys like this will have to go in through like a junior college program and prove that they're not a knucklehead for yeah. a couple of years. Look at me. I cannot get arrested and still play really well and pass all my classes or mm-hmm. do whatever, so then they can go to a... That way, then, an athletic director at a college can justify bringing him in in case something happens no one will blame it on them and go well he went to the junior college and was fine for two years it's not my fault god forbid so anyway he was scaring colleges off basically he ended up looking for a community college he wanted to improve his grades and try to get his reputation better say hey look at me i went to community college and got good grades now Uh, look at me i'm a i'm a a citizen right you can have me here but uh uh so he started at edmonds community college which was a 90 minute bus ride from seattle i don't know why he picked that college but after six weeks he quit yeah he got tired of going on a bus for an hour and a half each direction that's horrible that sucks (laughs) do that at six in the morning that sucks so he quit and basically he did nothing job wise for about a year yeah he hung around after high school this is dennis rodman style Mm -hmm. like just having had no nothing no college no anything just hanging around in football you never hear about this very rare. football they got to be like in the program Uh, you know basketball you can but not football so he does nothing eventually jerlene convinces him to get a job as a night janitor same, for same as Dennis Rodman. Yeah, because that's a some, some entry level. Yeah. You don't need experience. And if you kick ass at yeah. it. Clean the toilet. Anybody, clean the toilet at three in the morning isn't something you can really fuck up that bad, you know. So anybody with you don't need a big work, a big resume for that. No one's like, hmm, I don't know. I'm not sure. I see you're a CFO of uh, 
Dial Corp, but I'm not sure if you can get our shitter clean at 3 a.m. when no one's here. How much scrubbing bubbles do you possess? Yeah. So uh, he hates that fucking job. Of course he does. Yeah, obviously. So what else does he do during that year that Mm -hmm. he's out? Well, he gets arrested a couple of times. God damn. Yeah, he's not done with that shit yet. So he's trying to, mind you, this is the year to clean up his reputation so he can maybe get into college, Mm -hmm. which isn't happening. May 21st, 1994, here at about 1 a.m., Seattle police receive a a call from Pier 57, which is a tourist spot on the waterfront here. And the manager down there requested help controlling. Uh, basically, there was a party that had more visitors than the party than the restaurant could hold. Okay. And they called the they cops the to try department. to. Yeah, basically, hey, my fire, I'm over fire code. Mm-hmm. Can you help me clear people out of here? So it was one of those things for crowd control here. It was the multi-Greek council from the University of Washington booked the booked a party there uh, fucking uh, frat party yeah it was a frat party and whatever from 10 30 to one or 10 o'clock to p.m to 1 30 a.m mm-hmm. so by one o'clock though it had overrun the place so the door counters stopped counting at 432 people and the guy estimated to the police there was about 600 people there which Jesus was <laughs> way outside safety regulations mm-hmm. so what happens is the police start moving these fucking crowds out into the street. They're getting hundreds of people at the same time out of yeah. this restaurant. They're all shit hammered. Of course. So you're pushing 200 shit hammered people Frat boys. who are pissed off that right. they're getting kicked out of the party into the street at the same time, yeah. which is with the tourists, which is a fucking horrible idea. So many assholes are going to come out right now. Dude, they should have pushed, pushed them into the water yeah. on the other side. <laughs> Swim for it. You're fine. <laughs> Dude, I, honestly. There's an island out there. Frat boys. Yeah. swim to the pier right. you'll be out of energy by then and then you won't fuck with anybody and wet you fucking idiots <laughs> yeah dipshits so anyway officers at this point they witness a an incident flare up on a sidewalk here and they could they what they deem a violent incident this is in just plain view of four seattle police officers standing there Corey, who's about six two about 210 pounds at this time full of muscle and you know an athlete yeah. uh they watch him punch a woman in the face holy shit just straight hauled off and socked her right in the grill just jacked a woman in the middle of the street in front of multiple police officers Mm. popped this woman in the face apparently she falls to the ground right because she got dropped (laughs) sack of potatoes and as she falls down that's when the crowd gets pushed out so then she's like trampled by frat boys at that point so police come over to try to get her up off her feet because she just got punched in the face (laughs) which isn't funny at all but for some reason it's just this whole scene is crazy ridiculous pow flop oh shit here comes drunks get her up wait hold on a minute Get her before the crowd does. And then also, because someone grabbed the guy who just punched this woman in the right. face while we're doing this as well. So, yeah, this this is bad. So while the uh, while the cops tried to help her, they tried to grab him, and he pushed his way through the people, because now there's a giant sea of people going the opposite direction. Yeah. He's good at pushing his way through people, because sure. it's kind of what he does. He's it's a running back. It's kind of, right. you go the opposite direction of people trying to tackle you this way. So that makes sense. But the, the, the fucked up part was... This is what's insane. Out of everybody that's pushing around, they never get to, they can't get to Dylan because the crowd ends up being angry at the woman. The crowd being pushed out of the bar is angry at the woman who is semi-conscious trying to get to her feet because she's obstructing the crowd coming out. So they start yelling at her and throwing shit at her. (laughs) 
She's been punched in the face on the street, yeah. and now there's a bunch of fucking asshole frat boys yelling and throwing shit at her when she's trying to regain consciousness. And this bitch attracted the attention of the police. And yeah, this How is could you? Ridiculous. Yeah, that's basically, it's fucking nuts. Uh, frat boys. Fucking frat boys. <laughs> so the crowd gets so hostile that the police have to form a human fucking circle around her, her to keep the people from doing, to, from physically attacking her unbelievable for being there wow which makes i can't even it makes no goddamn sense <laughs> so uh finally four officers get to Corey dillon and they try to uh they try to uh uh arrest him mm-hmm. he's resisting he's got a bunch of people around him also and there's a shitload of people in the streets so what ends up happening is uh, uh an officer tries to handcuff dylan he's hit by one of Corey's friends who's right there oh and it's a big crowd oh. so it's a melee so he's hit by one of his friends uh he, the cop still tries to handcuff Corey, but then he's hit again by another friend <laughs> So uh, Corey and the group end up basically fighting with the the police and the crowd from the bar at the same time because they're pissed at Corey because yeah. he's the whole. There's three different sides all mad at each Unreal. other and they're all fucking fighting. Yeah. And it's insan- insanity. This I mean, just is, this is a visual aspect of, of Twitter. <laughs> yeah. This is Twitter yeah. in real life this on is, the street. Right. There's, and there's a woman who got punched in the face right. for no reason. She's bleeding. And they're like, you whore. Right. She's like, what did I do? I was just standing there. I didn't do anything. I don't just was standing there. And then there's like a fucking group of frat boys being. Right. It's insanity. So and word being thrown around. Yeah. People are <laughs> fuck, man. It's a it's a mess. So this is a this is obviously a disaster. Yeah. Um, the police at this point said that they this was their they they sensed that the scene was on the verge of being out of their control which it was because they're vastly outnumbered and uh really at that point i don't know so they respond by spraying pepper spray at Corey and his group right but not the other group who was trying to attack a fucking woman why not spray that (laughs) frat boys and everybody fuck this spray everybody what are you doing if it's not a woman bleeding or a cop just spray them that's i I mean that would be the thing at that point with the two groups of that are going to fight each other right they're about to fight each fuck that knock them all down yeah i don't know so anyway the the pepper spray subdues Corey's friends but it only pissed Corey off right because he's he's just he's a tough mother fucker obviously so anyway uh four officers tried to pin him down he got away uh four officer officers and pepper spray yeah he gets out of that that's how strong he is Uh, belichick's like sign him he's like he's gonna win a super bowl for me someday (laughs) he's gonna set the franchise record for rushing yards in a season someday i see it Uh, sign him amazingly it ended up being six police officers to restrain him and apply the handcuffs and get him in the back of the car for uh, reckless endangerment with the woman and uh, resisting arrest there. So, uh, I mean, it seems like he could have got charged with a lot more assault for punching a woman in the face. That should be. Yeah, that's that's all of that was crazy. But let's get back to the thing where he punched a woman in the face in the street (laughs) like. All the other stuff, you know how things can get out of things get out of hand, and uh, things are said, and an object is thrown, and fucking you know whatever. Cops are oversensitive about shit and everything, but you can make an excuse for anything, but (laughs) not punching a woman square in the face. 
in the middle of the street. And, and you know, there are <laughs> there are qualifiers to that. I'm sure if if a woman had a gun on me and she turned you know for what? a second, I might drill her. Go ahead and drill I might her. Drill her right now. I think you're justified at that <laughs> probably. point. Probably, probably justified. But but if Unless I'm six two and play sports and she's a little woman and, and she called me a bitch, yeah. I might just go. Sure, I'm. Yeah, a bitch. all right, whatever. See yeah, walk around. away. Whatever. Yeah, I'll, have fun by yourself. <laughs> right. uh, whatever. I'll leave you here. I'm your ride. Haha, right. or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Call of whatever. An Uber yeah, is in 1980. Uber. <laughs> Call a yellow cab. Right. Ha. Best there. of luck. <laughs> All right. But don't punch her. No. So Coach Roberts here talks about him. Uh, describes him. This is a silver-haired middle-aged white man. He describes him through this period. He says, quote, he used to have a chip on his shoulder toward authority. Yeah. I would say probably. Corey walked around with that chip when he was younger. And did he like to fight? Yeah. He's a big, strong kid. Somebody would start a fight and Corey would finish it. And when people asked who did it, people would say Corey Dillon. Because when you're talking about hoods, you're going to see Corey. He's a massive man and walks with pride. Look at what he did on the field in his first year with the Bengals. Imagine him walking around the hood doing this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I don't like the word hood. <laughs> I don't like it from him. No. <laughs> Imagine him walking around the hood doing this. Right. Just beating people with sticks. It's amazing. <laughs> I saw him and I was like, if I could get that aggression, yeah. just that raw, you know... I need the hood for my team. I need, I need more hood on my team. I need more hood. Get him in here. He's dorky Vince McMahon. Come on. Get him in here. Get that shirt off. Let's go. Come on. Look at the vascularity. He's going to be great. Right in the hood. The hood describing white people is way worse. When old white people, when older white people use the word hood like that, yeah. I feel like they wear a hood. Yeah. I feel like that's it's not a, a yeah, hood, it's sir. a different hood. So anyway, <laughs> you know. Old people shouldn't say the hood. No. It sounds like them. Like, Imagine him right. walking around the hood doing this. Just sounds fucking. Imagine it at a rally. Oh, my goodness. Jeez. Jeez, Louise. Let me tell you. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so. I don't like the term jeez, Louise. It reminds me of my wife. Oh, God. That's her name. That's her mom's name. Even worse. <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you. That's a really anyway, term. Anyway, yeah. back to the hood. Right. So, uh, well, I, I also back to the hood for him, too. Uh, Corey, June 13th, 1994, arrested for theft. God, Jesus. Just, just please stop. Yeah. Please stop, Corey. Stop doing things. Good Lord. Just go home and stay there. I don't know what to tell you. He's been arrested like six times. Someone tell Corey there's a like a like a massive pandemic going on. <laughs> like really, it's a bad one. Like yeah. we're fucking plague level. Right. Corey, plague. Oh my God, stay inside. Stay home. He put this gas mask on and don't leave. Stay there. So uh, yeah, he's arrested for theft. This is later dismissed if he, he does one of those. It's uh, if he doesn't get any trouble in the next year, it's dismissed. One of those deals. So that's what happens there uh, in June, uh, July nineteen ninety four. He pleads guilty to assault and obstruction uh-huh. in the street melee right, right, right. with the woman punching in the face here. So obviously he's a hot property for college football or, or jail or jail. Uh, July is literally like they're doing. Sp- like workouts and yeah. college football teams. He's pleading guilty to assaults and getting arrested for thefts. So a team has to have him. Yeah. It's a junior college team, the Garden City Community College in Kansas. Uh, here it's in Garden City, Kansas. They are the Garden City Bronkbusters yeah. is their name. But he goes there as a, as a freshman and, uh, he impresses his coach. His coach's name is Jeff Liker and he's, 
probably saying, holy shit, a real athlete. Right. I am in a community college in Kansas. This is amazing. Does Jeff Liker coach for NCAA now? Like, I'm not sure. Is, that name L- sounds L-E-I-K-E-R. L-E-I-K-E-R. That okay. sounds so familiar. Check him out. But Corey's playing both ways, even. Mm-hmm. He's playing running back and free safety. Mm-hmm. So he's fucking, he's a, he's a monster. He's on the field all day. Oh, yeah, because he's their best player by right. far. If, if he could kick, they'd throw him out there to do that. Right. Fuck it, please. Uh, but off the field turned into a little bit of a handful. Coach said that he was skipping classes and uh, got into a shitload of fights on campus and around campus. None of them were, uh, you know, police involvement because they're like, please don't arrest him. Right. You know, I'm sure campus security, if they have a campus, was told whatever happens to him, just contain it, right. please, because he runs for 1165 yards and 16 touchdowns. Holy shit! So for that team, so they were probably like, "Look, how many games do they play? Ten? Who knows? Probably Community college, maybe ten. Wow, I don't know. And he didn't even come in in the first game. He came in like uh, he just jumped on the team and started kicking ass. <laughs> so uh, he doesn't make it through a whole season though, no. because by August of 1995, uh, with all the fighting before the next season starts he's kicked off the team by the coach because of all the fighting he's fighting with teammates he's getting in trouble off the field he's just to being a dick however though the coach liked Corey. yeah he liked him he had to for for visuals they had to kick him off the team but he liked him so he called another coach buddy of his a wow. guy named this is the silver hair middle-aged white man network now unbelievable it's now gone into this yeah this is what i mean when we say that like athletes don't have the same experience as other people right. and you can't lump them in no. because no one calls other people right. for young people who no. are just not who aren't who can't run for 1100 yards in a season the boss of the dog no catcher cares. in Kansas didn't call up to uh, Texas and be like, yeah. listen, I got this Dennis Rader guy being a real pain in the yeah, dick to my community. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. But. Could you hire him, please? He's the best dog catcher right. you're ever going to. He's amazing. <laughs> On the field, the guy is a fucking. He's, he's an animal. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to lie He'll chase down a German shepherd he like you've never seen. will ejaculate all over it. <laughs> you have no idea. He has to murder it first. Right. But once he murders it, he really, he can give you. He really gives it hell. He can give you quite the load. It's. The volume yeah. is impressive, is what I'm getting at. If that's what you're looking for. I don't know if that's what you're looking for in a dog catcher. I don't know what his water intake is, but I'm going to tell you the it's viscosity wild. of this is it's, incredible. He eats a lot of pineapple, I can tell. It's just real from sticky. Being near. It's wild. The so. pungent aroma. <laughs> you can tell. It's like a, you know, it's like a skunk weed, but with a, like a sugary like a citrus. It's a quality stick. It's That's good. what I'm telling it's you. good stuff. You run out of Elmer's glue in a pinch. Uh, it'll, it'll work. <laughs> so, <laughs> my kids use nothing but... <laughs> His jizz. That's it. They use. We've we've done we've we've gum to uh, gross. <laughs> I just looked at you like I gave you a look like come I on. can't believe I did that. Come on, Jimmy. <laughs> We're filling the glue sticks, is what I'm telling you. Keep it together. <laughs> Jam those Jesus in the freezer. Christ. In a pinch, it works. <laughs> Put them out in the sun. I think is how it works. You want to harden it. Harden. Yeah. yeah otherwise, I was thinking if you, if you freeze it as it melts down, it sticks oh, a little well, better. Maybe, you know what maybe. I mean? Yeah, I would say so. That's true. I figured the, the outer layers harden, but then I'll tell you what. Inside. You do one. I'll do the other. Okay, Tomorrow we'll come back. Glue sticks. We'll let you know on Small Town Murder this week how that goes. Okay. Tell you what, listen to Small Town Murder this week to let you know how the great jizz stick experiment panned out.
Good. What's best, freeze it or cook it? You never know. It's hot out, so I'm going to put my. Well, I'll put mine out in the blacktop out in front of my house, and you put yours in the freezer, and then we'll test it on next week's show. It's going to be amazing. Holy shit. <laughs> So, uh, like her over here. (laughs) Jesus Christ. He calls Greg Croshaw, which is the head football coach at Dixie College in St. uh, St. George, Utah. Okay. Okay, Croshaw was like, shit, yeah, sure. Good running back could fucking use him. Mm -hmm. So Corey this time, though, really puts in the effort. He plays at Dixie State College in St. George, Utah. He, uh, he runs this season for two, it's junior college, 279 attempts, 1899 yards and 20 touchdowns absolutely fucking crushes it That's insane so yeah he is killing it so uh he has chosen the junior college offensive back of the year by college sports magazine so he's getting attention now now the major schools he went for a year in a jc without fucking up without getting arrested passed his classes whatever i mean whatever however they did it and uh and ran for a shitload of yards so now an athletic director can say oh look you know they can do this without taking responsibility Mm -hmm. so washington university of washington they go and get him the huskies he uh goes to this school here coach jim lambright this year 1996 they're nine and three they lose the holiday bowl against colorado 33 to 21 but in october of that year he has the second best rushing game in school history history with 259 yards Corey is going to have a a long through his whole career he's going to have these big giant games that he has where he breaks records all the time it's, if awesome. he gets off on one, he's going. Yeah. If he finds a weak spot in a defense, it's he'll exploit the shit out of it. So, yeah, uh, that year he plays in 11 games. He has 1,555 yards. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty goddamn good. I'm sorry, sixteen hundred ninety five yards. Much I say fifteen sixteen ninety five and twenty four touchdowns as well, which are both uh school records. Mm-hmm. So single season all time school records. Mm-hmm. So crushing it coming oh. from junior college here. Uh in one quarter against San Jose State, he rushed for two hundred twenty two yards and caught an eighty three yard touchdown pass in a quarter. Uh, in yeah. the first quarter. Wow. In the first quarter. Uh both setting NCAA records for rushing yards and all-purpose yards with 305 in one quarter that's insane in one fucking it still, it still stands today in right? a quarter it's got uh, to. probably i think they won that game like 48 nothing or some crazy shit it was one of those stomping san jose state playing yeah. a you know a decent team uh so he after his junior season though he announces that he's leaving the school to enter the draft and at the same time, oh, by the way, guess who was at the University of Washington? Uh, coach Al Roberts really? was there. Yeah, he was their running backs coach. How about that? Weird, right? I wonder how he got that job. That's strange. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> that's what I mean. Did yeah. one follow one or right. who followed who? So uh, at that point, he'd been, uh, he had been. He wants to leave the team, and he wants to be a, uh, he coached, he had coached in uh, Philly, Houston, Phoenix, and New York, I guess, before mm-hmm. in the NFL as an assistant coach, and he ends up accepting an offer from the Bengals to be their special teams coach okay. there, Al Roberts, and because uh, he had coached under Bruce Coslett when Coslett coached the Jets. Once on he once he gets on staff, he starts trying to convince the Bengals to use their second round pick on Corey Dillon. Right. He says, "Quote: I didn't think Corey would be available in the second round because he's a big time running back. When our pick came up at forty three, Mike Brown looked at me and I said, take him.' He said, "What do you think?" I said, "Take him." We all discussed. Uh, we we discussed all the other problems. I said, "Mike, take him." <laughs> 
Mike, take him. Mike, keep your daughter away from seriously. Him. <laughs> no, just keep him out of arm's length yeah. of any women that you right. might have around you, and uh, no sticks, and right. it should be good. So uh, he said, uh, uh, and we took him. I didn't think Mike was going to do what he did. He just handed it over and said, Dylan Washington. So that was that. And uh, so they said they asked him all sorts of shit. And Dylan would say that, or uh, Roberts, when they would ask him about shit, like, uh, you know, because he knew Corey. So they were like, we hear he has a troubled past. He'd be like, nah, kid stuff, nothing. Uh Because they would say, we heard he got busted selling crack. And he goes, that's a lie. He never sold crack. And I was like, well, he did actually. But... (laughs) He just he would say it was it was juvenile offense uh, juvenile offenses, and Corey also told the uh, Seattle Times that he quote did not never saw or did not sell drugs ever. So Corey, he's got a, he's got an image here. What the fuck, man? Yeah. So ninety seven. Who you bullshitting? Who you bro? bullshitting, Corey? Just say yeah. It was yeah. crazy. I sold drugs when I was fourteen because I had a fucked up childhood, right. and look at what I've done since then. I've I turned would, my life around. I would have much more sympathy yeah. for that guy than the guy that lies about it. But in the mid nineties, it was a big uh, you yeah. know bust these athletes. Right. It was post OJ. Too soon. It, yeah, it was one of those things. So <sighs> it was a different time. So anyway, uh, this year the ninety seven draft. We have uh, Orlando Pace is the number one pick overall. For the Rams. Yep, Hall of Fame uh-huh. left tackle there. Daryl Russell, yeah. uh, second, who was a big-time talent. He's died in a car accident. Did he really? Yeah, very young. I think under under 30, I want to say, oh, Daryl Russell bad. died. Yeah, Sean Springs, Peter Bulware, uh, Walter Jones is another tackle who ends up in the Hall of Fame. Tony Gonzalez, the Hall of Fame yeah. tight end, is in this draft. Uh, a lot of shit in this draft, too. Jim Druckenmiller. Uh, number 27 overall is a young man, uh, very little known about him at this point uh at a by the carolina panthers named ray caruth no kidding yeah, our number number episode <laughs> out, number one out of colorado out of uh, colorado there yeah ray caruth was drafted that year as a matter okay it's time to commit 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself begin your new smile journey with bite and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks just order your at-home impression kit today for only 14.95 at bite.com Bite Clear Liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Bite. So I'm a father of what? I gotta find a babysitter. I found Care.com and I was blown away. Through the platform, I was able to find local and experienced candidates along with their reviews and rates, which were way more affordable than I anticipated. Care.com really put me at ease knowing that they were all required to go through a background check. If you're like me and you need to find someone reliable for your child care necessities, check out Care.com. Find the ideal sitters for your child care needs. Perfect. Uh, finally, though, number 40. That son of a bitch could be listening to this. Oh, he could be. How right crazy now. is that? Hi, you're not invited. No, never. We don't. We mean you when we lumped in all those other people. <laughs> we meant you, too. You're a dick. <laughs> what you did was bad. Right. So uh, a lot of people in this draft. Uh, Jake Plummer, number 42 overall, okay. right before Corey Dillon at number 43. And Sam Madison right after that. So some longtime NFL people in the second round here. Corey, number 43, second round. 
round. He's picked by the Bengals, like they said earlier. And uh, I think uh, Jason Taylor went like in the third round that year. He was the steal of the draft, third round Hall of Famer, I believe. For the Dolphins? That yeah. Jason Williams? Yeah, yeah, really? yeah, that Jason Williams. Tall mm-hmm. defensive end Jason Williams. Great player. So the Bengals here, here's, here's Al Roberts talking about uh, Corey yeah. once he's drafted. He says, they said, quote, how would you describe Dylan's juvenile record? His response is, quote, Corey is a follower. As a kid, he was always with the guys, but never did it himself. He would be there and around it, but he wouldn't do it. All the little distinctive things that Corey was supposed to have done, I'm sure he was in the area. Did he actually put his hands in it? I'm going to say no. Was he around it? Yes. Okay, Al. He punched a woman in the face, And then he took a comb out and just combed his silver hair straight back and he goes is it looking good unbelievable Uh, yeah he said quote uh and jim's report was that there was some early childhood things but all the other people hadn't had any hassles with him so jim was more than willing to draft him his exact words were he's the real deal physically and we should take a chance on him the kid was an okay kid and it's not uh and it's not taking that big of a chance because the kid hadn't gotten in any trouble lately i mean he had a little ruffles on the edge and he needed some smoothing out like all kids do but he hadn't gotten any of that drug related stuff lately because that was bad pub at the time Mm -hmm. you know drug stuff with athletes was how dare they take drugs early 90s you punch a woman and we can we can bury that drugs oh my god the worst he's like the kids will want to do drugs i mean punch women let the kids punch the women but jesus drugs we can't have that there's fluff pieces here galore here oh man his uh his agent uh, here was talking about, or this was an article in the Seattle Times, that Dylan got into fights and mischief as a juvenile. That's what they said. Made it sound kind of... Yeah, but they had to write nice things, too, because as a, as a, yeah. that's your second-round pick who's a good running back, and the Bengals fucking stink. And they did stink. And he, Bad. they need players, and they need to talk up whoever that they draft, because well, otherwise, what you got to give the fan base some fucking hope. Something, yeah. How, be how like, you, I mean, he's kind of a shithead. Yeah, he, you, one time he punched this woman right in the face in front of these cops and then had a standoff with him and got pepper sprayed and it didn't matter and six guys had to tackle him but we think he's worked through all that how do you no give one's a gonna say that. fan hope oh not boy. easily so uh roberts told the cincinnati post here silverman roberts he said quote he did not sell crack cocaine that is poor information okay well, according to the police report in the court papers he did but who knows so He's according to public record. The, but, I mean, yeah, you know, I mean that can go either way. So, I mean, uh, with his rookie contract, he does something very cool. He buys a house for his mom yeah. with his first contract. Good. Here, which Jolene is, deserves it. She deserves a house absolutely. It's uh, what she called her dream house in the Rainier Valley, just two blocks away from Lake Washington. So get her out Beautiful. of the city. Nice place Got here. A lake house. Yep. She said it was so perfect she could have drawn the plans herself, and that's what she would have drawn. It's just perfect. And uh, she said that she gets to watch Corey on TV on the big screen television that she gets. Corey gave her so that's that's what he's doing so that's a nice thing to do now 1997 he's on the Bengals and they were fucking shit for a long time boy oh boy this is the era where their quarterbacks are Jeff Blake and Boomer Esiason Boomer and I believe this is post Jets Boomer when he came yeah, back if I'm not mistaken. Really bad. Uh yeah no did he leave? I can't remember but either way Boomer by the way 
I was looking through Audible the other day. Yeah. Boomer has a fucking true crime book out. Not a true Stop. crime. A f- crime fiction book about a football team. Get I swear to God. There. It's what we've all been. We all want like a dark. <laughs> Clamoring. I want a dark true crime. I want a dark crime thriller, but I really want one that was written by a slightly above average NFL quarterback who's been <laughs> retired for a long time. That's what I really want. I've been looking for one. And finally. <laughs> Now it's here. Bashed in the head repeatedly and can barely spit out a coherent thought about football. Please tell me something that you don't know about. (laughs) And doesn't have a milligram of pigment in his entire body. Anywhere. Air or otherwise. <laughs> Anything. Just fucking. <laughs> Just transparency. I don't know what happened, guys. Look at me. So, uh, bad team. Holy shit. Uh, Bruce Coslett's Who the coach. Who convinced that fucking guy that we to needed write a, a book, book <laughs> that didn't have anything to do no. with quarterbacking? Well, it's a, it's a, it's a book about like the murder, a murder on a football team. So it's even worse. So it's cheesier. But have, I've heard Boomer talk, yes. listening to him speak and give like the narrative of a game. I've never said, man, I'd love to hear him. <laughs> I'd love to know what he could do with, like, 300 pages. Just fucking let him loose. <laughs> Man, I need to hear anything Fuck. else that he has to say. Come on, Boomer. Let me hear I it. don't want him to read me his grocery list. No. And it's on Audible, so it's um, he's reading well, the book to you. I don't know if he's the... I can't remember uh, if he's the narrator. If it's him, but it's, I might buy it just to laugh. <laughs> I almost bought it just to, like, fucking see how bad it was, but I'm like, I'm not wasting $11 on this oh to see how God. bad it is, or whatever the fuck it costs. It's eleven dollars it's got like a helmet on it, and it's a, it looks like a cowboy helmet. Is it almost. Boomer Esiason? It's written by Boomer Esiason. <laughs> it says written by Boomer Esiason. Written by NFL quarterback Boomer Esiason. All things are real. I am fucking. I am uh, looking it up right here because. <laughs> Uh, this is goddamn crazy. I have Audible up right now. Yeah. Let's look up uh, that Discover. Can't, that can't possibly be his real name, is it? Boomer. Is Boomer. That's not his. It fucking better not be. Um, I'll be so mad if if that's actually on a birth certificate and a driver's license. The fuck do you spell Esiason? E S I A S O N. S O N. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's called Toss. <laughs> Get the fuck out it's of It's not here. narrated by Boomer. He's very ah. busy. Yeah, it's called Toss. Here's the. It's got like a cowboy's helmet. Wow. It's all true it crime looking. Ca- How did he get away with that? It's all because it's a New oh, York stars, stars, he calls it. it. Yeah, yeah, like the old Fucking WFL team, which he even stole that. Uh, <laughs> New York stars, the rookie quarterback, figures the world is his oyster. Reality sets in after meeting his football, quote, family. The all too benevolent owner, Papa Goldman, uh, his daughter, the star's director of communications, Dominique, who has a certain fondness for quarterbacks yeah. and a frustrated head coach, a team full of malcontents and racial divisions and a very shady director of player personnel. personnel. But all of his concerns become secondary when an ex-star's quarterback is murdered. And Brody, he named himself Brody. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Come on, Boomer. You know Brody's not a you good name. fucking asshole. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Come on, man. And Brody yeah. finds himself hustling just to stay alive while confronting the scars of his own past. Brody from the cornfields <laughs> yeah. of flyover states. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Jesus. No, he got drafted because he was really good at throwing passes to the scarecrow. Yeah, he was awesome at it, and he'd, he'd run drills out there for hours. I can't with, believe how much I hate Boomer. This isn't over, right by now. the way. Yeah. With a little luck, smarts, and help from a beautiful, aspiring actress. Come on, Boomer. No. 
No, it's there's Holy you know shit. Boomer wrote love scenes. Absolutely. There's a scene where he says he slips her thing right. off the show. It's Boomer Esiason writing a soft love oh my And God. his editor was like, Boomer, no. He's like, I gotta. They need romance. <laughs> this is one time he can't drop the ball. Someone seems intent on sabotaging the stars, the New York stars, and perhaps the future of the entire football league is at stake. Is at stake. Holy shit. Jesus, Jimmy. Retired gridiron great Boomer Esiason has delivered a sharp, edgy insider's look at the game and business of professional football. I hope they roast him every day Get on, the a, fuck on out NFL of here. Sunday for this bullshit. When did that come out? Is it recent. brand new? It's fucking if recent. It's brand it's... new. No, 2010. Wow. This has been out for this 10 years. This asshole 10 years ago slid this under the radar. That's the audio book. So the regular book it? is probably 11 years old. Fucking idiot. So this idiot this year was playing <laughs> yeah. for the Bengals watching them go seven and nine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, now, uh, Corey, in one game, breaks Jim Brown's uh, single-game rookie rushing record really? in a game with a 246 yards and a victory against Tennessee. So that's Jim Brown. That's yeah. no joke there. If you're breaking one of Jim Brown's records, you're doing something pretty Another good. team that's disappointed every year. Every fucking year. <laughs> so uh, this year, though, he has 1,129 yards rushing, which uh-huh. is pretty goddamn good in 233 attempts. Not bad. 4.8 a carry is pretty fucking good. That's great. That's damn fine. He's on the all-rookie team. Mm-hmm. He's a bad motherfucker. Just to give you a, an idea of the overview of the league at this time, this was the year the Broncos won the Super Bowl that year. Brett Favre is the MVP. Wow. Uh, Brett Favre, AP MVPs are Brett Favre. Favre and Barry Sanders. How about that? So think about that. Uh, rookie of the year, Warwick Dunn. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, Peter Bulware, the defensive rookie yeah. of the year. Uh, def- uh, defensive player of the year, Dana Stubblefield. Passing leader. Give you one guess. Oh, You'll never shit. get it. The passing leader? Leader in yards. Dan Mar- no. Was Dan, Mar- Dan Marino? No. No? Not that year. Oh. Jeff George. Get the fuck out of here. the Raiders. 3,917 yards. Wow. And they were like 3-13. and 13. Yeah. But he threw a lot of... He was of, airing it out. He threw like 30 touchdown passes, yeah. too. And then uh, Barry Sanders had over 2,000 yards receiving that year. Or, or uh, rushing. rushing yeah. Not yeah. receiving. <laughs> I was reading the That'd receiving. Be very impressive. Yeah. Wow. And he's a great running back. Way Amazing. Way to go, Barry. So, yeah, good year for him in 1997. Mm -hmm. All is forgotten. Everything's great. March 3rd, 1998. Oh, no. It's about 1 o'clock in the morning. Oh, no. This isn't good. Uh, Police uh, say that he made three quick, uh, three turns in a quick uh, succession without signaling, once running over a curb, and clocked him going 35 and a 25. Oh, boo. They're out looking for drunks at one in the morning here. This is one. Uh, They said they made observations and made a stop, and quote, based on their observations, they made an arrest. They say that they got, he got out of the car, they smelled alcohol on his breath when he began talking. They said his eyes were bloodshot, speech slurred the usual deal here uh he he refused to take a field sobriety test and uh refused to sign a release for a blood alcohol test at the precinct once they once they took him in so try these bracelets on which is yeah yeah that's an automatic suspended license and all that shit too uh one of the officers smelled alcohol and uh when there and they said that his eyes were bloodshot so they got him out they said he was very quote very hostile and uncooperative uh he was yelling and would not comply with our request for information 
Well, he doesn't have to be a nice guy, but he does have to comply or else he's got to. But he's also behaving, you know, like a drunk, like a drunk would. Yeah. Unreasonable. (laughs) That's what drunks do. Uh, He's booked into jail for investigation of DUI and first degree negligent driving and third degree driving with a suspended license. Oh, no. He's got a suspended license. Why don't anybody ever get their license fixed, man? You bought your mom a house. Get your license fixed. That's so much cheaper. Fuck, man. He was released at on twelve hundred fifty dollars bond here. Now, this was back in Seattle, and uh, so this this doesn't look good for him. But he says that uh, he said that he was pissed off. He said that it wasn't his fault. He said he wasn't drinking at all. And that police did not give him sobriety tests on the scene like he wanted. And they said he refused. He also said that they searched his car without permission or a warrant while they arrested him. So at that point, his car is in custody. They still have to get it. doesn't matter. They searched him. And uh, he said, quote, I was harassed the whole nine yards, which is a different statement from when he was a kid. Mm -hmm. Who knows? We don't know the fucking story there. You were probably drunk and they were probably dicks. (laughs) I'm going to go with a little from column A and a little from column B here. Like Occam's Razor, right. Like you're, he was probably shit-faced, and at the same time, they're probably dicks. They were probably mad that you were shit-faced, and were like, you know, we could probably be dicks yeah. to this guy. Yeah, but you don't have to be a dick to no. people if they're not, not a dick to you first. Like, but, uh, you can fucking watch live PD, and like you can tell the cops that have... A chip, the power trip. Yeah, they yeah. have a chip, and they have a. They have. And it's almost a department to department thing when you watch. Not to ju- obviously, Jesus, what's going on now? Now we're going to solve. But it's the fucking truth, and it's when it's coming up. It's, so I don't again, give a fuck. Again, if you take it how you take it, go fuck yourself. I don't care because this is what it is. It should not be political. No, that's fucking it's disgusting. Obvious. That it is. It's disgusting. It's, a, it's it embarrassing. And you know what? I don't even care if you take it that way. Go fuck yourself at this Honestly. point because the world is the world. So. It's fucking silly. Yeah. The, honestly, man, I, th- we see this shit all the time. And if you watch live PD, which is just because and I know that's on camera, so yeah. cops are going to act different. But when they're in the middle of things, they kind of do what they do. Anyway, if you watch this type of shit, you can see it's a department to department thing. Some departments seem to have an edict of you go out there yeah. and you you are you are military controlling fucking Fallujah right yeah. now. Yeah. You go out there, you fucking patrol. You got your tactical shit on. Right. <laughs> Overwhelming force, fucking two dogs, machine, you know, fucking right. assault rifles, on the fucking the whole fucking thing, ten cars. Always at hand on your weapon. Always, always, <laughs> always be ready to tase. Always be before you even ask a question. Right. Get somebody completely whatever before you even say license and registration. Like that's some departments have them frazzled. Yeah, and then there's some departments where their their goal seems to be let's not take everybody to jail at every single opportunity let's see if we can maybe fucking not take somebody to jail maybe help them not do this again if possible and if we can affect this person's life this shit's on tv and maybe we'll affect somebody else that's what i mean and you'll see like a couple guys where they'll have like i remember this one this guy in indiana you could see like the certain guys you still follow around they have a certain style where they're trying to not be assholes and not be combative they're trying to be a a fucking community service well like they're (laughs) supposed that seems to be the whole fucking point of what you're doing so anyway that you have a swat team yeah. That's what they're for. Mm-hmm. If you're a regular guy, 
Fucking be regular guy. You don't have to be SWAT guy. I, if you want to be SWAT guy, go try out for fucking SWAT. You want to you want to put the, the thing on and go blah, 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 and rush people, you then do that. Otherwise, doors open. Go do it. Otherwise, I'll tell you what. Le- learn how to fucking talk to people right. because that helps a lot. Learn how to fucking talk to people. Way. It really does. Yeah. You can see situations diffuse mm-hmm. just by people fucking talking, and you can see situations escalate just yeah. by talking. Back to live PD. We talked about that one situation that happened where they were fucking with one cops are fucking with the one member of the family yep. and they were talking to him and some one of the kids in the family some teenager said go go fuck you so the cop ra- the kid tried to walk away yep. rather than letting it fucking diffuse the cop had to go over and slam the kid on the ground which brought mom yep. grandpa uncle Ugh. so then before you know it there was six cop cars slamming the whole family around grandpa's on the fucking lawn ridiculous it was fucking not necessary for no reason not necessary all it had to be was hey the cop could have said hey jesus what do you got that for you kissed your mother with that mouth haha and moved on didn't have to slam the kid on the the ground and i get that's how you're raising your kids and i get yeah and i get people say it's a hard job and you know what it is a hard job and there's a lot of fucking hard jobs there are are. you know what also sucks coal mining but you're not allowed (laughs) to turn around to the guy next to you when he pisses you off and fucking whack him with your shovel that's not a Allowed you still can't go grab his, and it his sucks. mom and pin her to the ground and it's <laughs> arguably just as dangerous right. you know what i mean obviously the, the coal nobody has it out for the coal yeah. miner and trying to snipe him off as he comes in but it doesn't fucking matter and we have a lot of cops that listen to the show we yeah. do yeah. it happens we have a ton People i have will, my my cousins in colorado are cops nobody in my family is a my, my uncle Italian, or my cousin was <laughs> my cousin was shot two <laughs> years ago no, mind's your own business that's, not, that's our general that's <laughs> no, none of your well, business dad, you want to get their involved their dad who married into our family yeah, yeah. was a cop and they yeah. followed in their dad's shoes and no, that's beautiful that's and fine they're good at what they do yeah. and there there there's so many of them that are good at what they do and when, it's fucked up when you talk to the ones who uh, who aren't assholes? Yeah. They're mad at the ones who are yeah. assholes. M- but think about how mad you are. They are so much madder. The only difference is they don't have to be part of that. Right. Though. That's the thing. Yeah. And I, again, right. people will get fucking mad at this, but people say this shit all the time yeah. to everybody. You don't like it, quit. You don't like it, quit. Right. They say that to people who've worked their whole lives to get to something. They go, you don't like it, quit. Right. Well, I don't know. It's not like a doctor where you go, you don't like it, quit. Well, I don't know. I went to medical school yeah. and then residency and I'm 300 grand in debt from right. all this shit. It took so me 15 years to get 300 grand in debt. Just to pay back my student loans, I have to be a doctor, basically. <laughs> you're not in that that no. deep as a cop. So no. if you don't like it and you don't like people and you're not good at dealing with people, go do something else. Please quit. Please quit. Yeah. And I'm sure... All the rest of the guys on the force would fucking say the same thing. And if they could turn you in and if they could say this shit right. without you fucking leaving them somewhere to be fucking ravaged when right. not backing them up, they would fucking say Absolutely. it. But because of some of your shitty fucking prison gang mentality, mm-hmm. it doesn't get fucking done. And this sucks. And you know what? We're going to get a lot of people pissed off at us for saying this shit, because this is not why we, we never intended for this shit. <laughs> we never go here and we don't, but this is fucking life. And if it's, if you consider the, that political, that the fucking community police that you pay to protect your fucking neighborhood shouldn't treat you like you're, a piece of like shit. you're already right. in prison right. all the time, then I don't know. Yeah. Fuck you then. If you think that that's not okay, what is fucking wrong with you? Honestly. Are you high? Right. Are you fucking stupid? St- 
stoned. And if you are, that's amazing weed, but you should probably smoke a different strain because it's fucking your, your logic yeah. up. Let's just switch People, uh, switch to a sativa. Saying something like if you if you just cooperate <laughs> and give your ID, I didn't do anything. Yeah. That's the problem. If, yeah. if I if I didn't I shouldn't have to. Yeah, it's, that's the thing. There's a lot it's of America. There's a lot of shit, man. Fuck off. And yeah, and fuck, man. Jesus me. Christ. Like a monster? So that's that. I don't know how the fuck <sighs> we even got on. That was Corey know. Dillon said he got harassed by the police. No, he probably did, but Which he probably, probably did, and he probably deserved also it. deserved it. And that's the other thing, too, I want to say. Guy like Corey Dillon right now, 1998, mm-hmm. is not getting the same treatment that you or I are getting. Never. Or that someone on the street's getting. Or your, your average 23-year-old black dude out there on the street at 1 o'clock in the morning. No. Corey, if you and this is how cops fucking operate. If a cop pulls over a fancy fucking car, say a hundred thousand dollar car at one o'clock in the fucking morning, yeah. and they roll down that fucking window, and it's a young under twenty five black guy in the car, yeah. they're gonna run those fucking plates, yep. run that registration sure right away. They're gonna go, oh, because if he's got any kind of jewelry or anything, they're gonna go, oh, I bet he's a fucking drug dealer. I bet this is in his aunt's name or some girlfriend. Right. That's their first fucking thought, sure. whether they think it or not. They don't think, oh, big muscular ass, and it's not. It's part racial and it's part big muscular guy doesn't look like he's been fucking, you know, running the stock market. You know what I'm saying? Like he looks like he's somebody like an athlete. So then they see that. Oh, he owns the car. It's his car. They must be important. Mm -hmm. That guy must have a platform. He must have notoriety. He must have shit. So I can't fuck with him quite as much as I would somebody else. I'll just arrest him for what I have on him and we'll move forward tomorrow. It's it. And we'll not and we'll and we'll look like, oh, we showed great restraint and he's a monster. And that's how they whereas if this was somebody who had no platform who couldn't release a statement through his agent the next day who knows what would have fucking happened or if it's uh, shook night and the the car's in his mom's name uh that could go bad too yeah that's the other thing (laughs) and a lot of people are fucking assholes when cops are trying to be nice because i see that all the time you have to put that in there because like on live pd you'll see that all the time where the cop is trying their best so hard to not do and the people just want to fucking escalate it for whatever reason their personal thing at that time they yeah. need to have this confrontation and they they fucking force it that happens too a lot I, my old apartment i remember sitting out on the balcony and there was this drunk asshole kid out there yeah. and this fucking cop came by there was two cops and one of them his name what the fuck was his name i don't even remember his name but he kept repeatedly saying this kid's name the kid went to get away from him he hopped in his own car in the driver's seat which is an automatic he had his keys yeah. automatic dui yeah. right so the cop goes and he's saying over and over listen to me yeah Get out of the car. Go inside. Yeah. I'm not going to arrest you. Right. He goes, I have about four things to arrest you for right, right. now, and I'm not going to arrest you. He goes, I'm going to let you here. go inside and sleep this off, please. He goes, your door is 20 feet away from here, or my car is right there. It's a way longer trip to jail, right. or you can be in bed in 20 minutes. Please stop. And the guy was going, fuck you. Fuck you, you fucking pig, all drunk. Uh, and the cop would be like, because he knew the guy was so drunk, yeah. and he goes, listen. Yeah. Listen, and he kept saying his name over and over. I can't remember what it was, but just over and over. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. And he was saying, like, Jimmy, Jimmy. Changing inflection. Jimmy. <laughs> and he was just this drunk fucking Mexican dude, and he just eventually, the guy fucking went in his house. But I mean, oh, it, it got God. cops sat out there for 20 minutes. Ugh. 
And, uh, you know, a lot of cops would have pulled that guy out and beat the shit out of him in the road because I was to the point where I was going, I'm going to come down and beat the shit out of this guy (laughs) if you don't fucking pull him out of the car because I'm annoyed. That's either patience and restraint or an officer that just does not want to ever have interaction with this guy again. Yeah. I I don't even want to see your face. I feel like he's like at the end of his shift and he's like, I'm not doing paperwork for you. I just want to go home. I'm not doing it for you. I'm not going to sit there with you for fucking two hours waiting for the. I'm not doing it. Well, they take pictures of you and fingerprint. No. Nope. Go the fuck to bed. Go inside, dummy. <laughs> so. Anyway. I like the cops that are clearly trying to be funny on that show. That I do so. I enjoy that. That's the best part of the whole guy. I enjoy experience. It. If all the cops were like that, yeah. people would have a way different view of Oh, everything. we would love them. Everybody would oh. like them if they were like, hey, look. But not everybody is open to humor. Yeah. And that's what's funny, too, is some, when that's they, they get more humor yeah. <laughs> sometimes, all which right. is good. And some of them deal with it so much that it loses its funny. You know what I mean? Exactly, it's yeah. Like hearing the same joke over and over again, yeah. you can't keep laughing. So, <laughs> right. elbow, Eventually, thanks. Eventually, you just yeah, got to fucking cuff them up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I'd get. That's what I'd end up if I was a cop. That's yeah. that's what I would end up getting in trouble for is beating people for telling bad jokes to me. Just, I don't know how a woman cop doesn't just the, smack people over and over with uh, her nightstick for you gonna cuff me up, girl. Or yeah, some, you know, some shit I like, like that. it rough or some dirty shit. I would just have a trail of broken-headed like sixty-five-year-old <laughs> men behind me who told me like grandpa jokes. Hey, did you see the blah, 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 crack right over there? Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Why do you only beat up 60-year-old men in, like, Chrysler Sebrings? What is going on? Why do you do that? They all got the same joke. It's the same like, fucking joke, man. I can't take it anymore. It's like they tweeted it to each other. So, Jesus. June 3rd, 1998, Corey Dillon is in court. He's pleading guilty to negligent driving yeah. and is sentenced to, you, sir, mm-hmm. may fuck off, 90 days in jail with 89 dismissed. Mm-hmm. So one day in jail yeah. he gets there. And he's also placed on probation for two years in order to attend a drug drunk driving victims panel yeah so there's that that's so sweet of them that's nice not a bad not a sweetheart deal there uh 1998 bangles they're three and 13 jesus christ they suck uh two Corey had 1,130 yards. He had 1,129 the year before, so pretty goddamn consistent there. Yeah. 4.3 yards a carry. Not bad. 99 Bengals, 4 and 12. They suck again. Yeah. He's got 1,200 yards rushing this year, yeah. so uh, 4.6 a carry. Corey is one of, I believe, I think it's 11 running backs in history to have 1,000 yards each of their first three seasons. No shit. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's in you know, company. Uh, he's really a, a goddamn good fucking running back. That's yeah. the thing. He's nasty, man. I mean, there's no, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. In uh, '99, he makes the Pro Bowl as well. No kidding. So now the league recognizes him a little bit too. It was tough to get in before that because you had your Barry Sanders. You had some ingrained running backs there. Yeah. So uh, although it's different. AFC, NFC, but still. Yeah, Terrell Davis. You had some some ingrained guys. Mm -hmm. But uh, 2000, his contract is up before the season. Mm Mm-hmm. So they sign him to a one-year deal worth $3 million Decent. for this year. Uh, he receives at least a $700,000 signing bonus and will get another $3, $300,000 at midseason if he's still on the roster, yeah. which he obviously will be. Great deal. He also, at this point, gets married. Oh, boy. Fuck it. Time to get married, everybody. Let's do it. Uh, he marries a woman named Desiree Antoine, mm-hmm. and uh, he will be with her for a little while here, next 10 years or so, and they'll have three children. Oh, boy. So he's going to have three children, two girls and a boy. Uh, August 29th, 2000, about 1.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is outside of his home here at the uh, 1300 block of Southwest 353rd Street. Oh, my. He uh, apparently they're in an argument 
uh, him and his wife, mm-hmm. new wife, yeah. they get in an argument. They're driving uh, in the car. She's driving. And apparently he punches her in the mouth while, yeah. while they're driving. Sounds like him. Uh, sounds about right. Uh, yeah, this was on the way to their house. Apparently uh, she does that. This is right in front of the house. Uh, she's bleeding from the mouth. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they're in the Socked her hard enough to make her bleed. While she's driving. Unbelievable. I'm driving. Yeah. What are you fucking doing? I don't care if you're a man, a woman, or uh, what. Don't punch the driver, ever. Jesus, wow. what if he knocked her unconscious? Oh. Cough into a fucking tree and Sweet you're both Jesus. dead. So she got out of the car after that and walked about a block to uh, to an address to a neighbor's house where she called the police. And then, uh, yeah, they ended up pulling up. And there's both of them sitting outside the car, uh, her with her mouth bleeding. Post-fight. Not good. No. <laughs> Not good here at all. So he's in, uh, arrested on investigation of fourth-degree assault. He posts $1,000 bail and is released that evening. Um, so he could face as much as a year in prison at that point. He misses a practice for the Bengals and did not tell his team about the arrest right away. Really? Uh, yeah, because they were off on Saturday and Sunday, and he told the team he'd be returning. He said, just said he'd be returning late. He didn't say why. I had some shit to do. <laughs> yeah. Bengals GM Mike Brown said he had called and his agent had called, but the information they relayed was not consistent with what I'm hearing. <laughs> he didn't say he punched his wife in the mouth, so he's going to be late. Weird, right? So uh, he said, I just heard the report about the arrest minutes ago. I have nothing to say concerning it until I know more about it. So who the fuck knows? I don't know. They're saying he hit his wife. That's not good. So obviously things could be going better yeah. for young Corey. And that's the, as a boss, that, that is the worst fucking thing to do is to yeah. not tell you. Can, you got to fucking just tell them right away. Especially if it, they're going to be hit with public right. scrutiny about Being it. Surprised by that kind of report is yeah. brutal. So uh, your star running back, what do you think about him bloodying his wife's right. mouth in the car? Huh? He did what? I didn't know. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Even if you want to defend him, you right. can't because you don't know. Well, well, that, well, that sounds awful. <laughs> I mean, that sounds terrible. That I don't is, think we can. Not he shouldn't do that. I was just focused on the prices of our hot dogs at the moment. That's uh, against team policy, <laughs> I'd like to say right now. I'm not even going to look in the yeah, rule book, but uh, I'm pretty sure that it is. is. <laughs> if he had done that on the field, I believe it's a 15-yarder right there. So we're going to go ahead and say it's and, not okay and, off uh, the field either. Probably ejection? That seems... Something. Uh, seems excessive. So he's just, he's fucking confused with his life. He feels like he he should. He feels like, damn it, I've come a long way, yeah. and this is ridiculous, and everybody's coming after me, and it's bullshit. Yeah. And he's very upset about is everything. He? He's upset. He's walking around. Yeah. He's not happy. Yeah. He's not happy at all. He gets this, uh, pleasant smell <laughs> as he's walking. Yeah. And he's walking by, and it's a. He looks over. It's a garden. It's yeah. very pleasant. He goes, "What is that? I don't even know what that is." And he asks the man tending. What is this garden? And the man looks up and he says, Arugula, of course. <laughs> and it's Adam Arugula Jones, <laughs> Arugula connoisseur himself. And he says, uh, how is it you've come to arrive here? I, I'm I'm sorry, but I, I ask you that because you, sir, you're. Your behavior is exemplary. Yeah. I'm just going to say that. This is ridiculous. Uh, the man in the street with the stick, clearly. I mean, I look at that, and that's obviously this man. There are bees, just terrible bees in that neighborhood. They're awful. And this man was being swarmed. And you're saying, well, help him, help him. And you're whacking insects. They're flying off. And the police are saying, like, you're doing like you're some kind of monster. Right. Who would do that in the streets? In the streets, mind you. Never. Oh, I know more than that about you, Corey. Jesus. Crack cocaine? No. Not at all. Not at all. You gave him a, a, a gift card to Starbucks, I heard. But I mean, geez, I mean, who doesn't get that? And be repellent. <laughs> be repellent. So this is for you, sir. I mean, as far as punching these women. Right. Now, let's be honest. Right. 
Let's be realistic here. Um, you were you weren't vandalizing the car. No, obviously this vehicle. I feel as if it, she needed her windows squeegeed, <laughs> and just because the squeegee's a little dirty, that yeah. is not your fault, sir. I mean, you clearly were trying to help the young lady. Or it was covered in bees, and he was kicking them off. <laughs> and as far as your wife goes, she was not positive of the direction, so you said, "Honey, left." And as you pointed, <laughs> it, you just you accidentally got her in the mouth a little because you were excited. You were very excited he said honey to the left and then oh my goodness and then i, I know how these things happen well, there was bees in her mouth blowing things there's bees everywhere that's the thing they don't they don't understand the bees in this neighborhood <laughs> poof in a cloud of arugula and confusion he's gone and Corey is yeah. super confused. Who? What the fuck? Very the future, confused. Pac-Man Jones will play for the Bengals. Hey, we're going to meet up someday. <laughs> so in uh, 2000, the Bengals are 4-12. and 12. They mm-hmm. fucking suck. Boy, were they bad for Jesus so long. Jesus Christ, man. The Bruce Coslett's finally fired. <laughs> He was. He's been their coach that the fuck, whole time. The fucking guy won twelve games in four years. He finally gets fired after an zero and three start, and they hired Dick LeBeau. Who doesn't do much better. No. So October twenty second, two thousand. Though I remember seeing this game versus Denver. He breaks Walter Payton's single season rushing uh, game record mm-hmm. with two hundred and seventy eight yards, wow. and he was fucking running all over people that day. That was in the dark times for yeah, the Broncos. That was uh, uh, Elway retired, and it was yeah, over. I think it was uh, two thousand. Not. Bobby Humphreys. Oh Jesus, that was probably Bobby Brister Bobby at that Brister, point. Yeah, that's what that's it was. bad yeah. stuff. Not good. But then Brian Greasy. Yeah. After that, I think it was ugly. The two of yeah, them. Brister oh, and Greasy. Jesus, that's a bad combination. Oh, fuck. Can you bring shoot. Neil O'Donnell in too for a minute? I would not at be at the surprised. end of his career there yeah. for a year. Or some I feel shit. like he was on. I think he was Elway's backup. Was he? No, no Brister was, was there. On Brister was yeah, there. Yeah, it was Bobby. Yeah. One of these Pittsburgh oh, old... boy, oh boy. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, what a sad fuck. I, oh, I like to forget about those days. You know, they're, they're like bad times. Days. Yeah. <laughs> Not going well. Not going well. It's ugly. It's ugly shit. So the yard, he has 435 yards, 1,435 yards this year mm-hmm. and makes the Pro Bowl. So crushing it. Corey's having a goddamn four straight years of 1,000 yards and his contract is up. Oh, but he doesn't want to stay with Cincinnati because he says the fucking team is losers. Right. He doesn't want to be there. Yeah. He wants to win. During negotiations for his contract, he dec- he said in the press that he would, quote, rather flip burgers than keep playing for Cincinnati. That is a fucking statement. That's some shit. But in the offseason, they signed him to a mighty burger flipping deal, <laughs> a five-year, $26.1 million deal to keep him a Bengals. So he's a like, of, well, you know what? It's a lot of burgers. They 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 taught me how to this grill work that i'm very happy that i learned so it's good enough they bought me a new spatula and i will stick around i'm gonna stick around so and you get some fluff with this yeah. this contract comes with a side of fluff that's here. nice uh yeah the uh the dylan hired a pr team mm-hmm. they're his agent they hired a whole team and they're working with him to polish his image okay. he's got they have an article where it's him and his wife and their daughter playing in the background oh, and uh yeah he's speaking on the phone saying everything's fine and peaceful and good he says uh quote i'm I'm just growing, learning a lot from trial and error. I'll be 27 this month. I'm getting old. I, I ain't got time for the nonsense no more. It's just a part of growing up and learning the do's and don'ts of being more peaceful with myself and the people around me. Okay. Okay. Well, some people grow out of shit like that. Yeah, that's what it works. Uh, you just punched her six months ago. That's so. what I mean. It's like, it's kind of hard. To, I'm growing, you know, learning yeah. not to punch my wife while she drives. Right. Do's and don'ts. This is very recent. Probably should have known that before 27, I would say. I learned that a long time time ago. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bengals president Mike Brown says that Corey, quote, really has worked at getting his life in order. He wants to do the right thing. He wants to be a successful player. He wants to be good off the field. He's been good with his family, regardless of what you may hear about things or his wife's mouth may feel about things while it bleeds. So, uh, yeah, she said that she was... uh, Jesus Christ, she's driving. They go over that whole thing. Dylan responded, by the way, his defense for hitting his wife was that he was defending himself by covering his face with his hands and somehow punched her in the mouth during that because she was beating him while she was driving, apparently, Uh. which is... It's a bad That's woman. That's a tough one. Yeah, she must be Jesus, tough. She is. She's tough, <laughs> She's man. She's impressive. Yeah, oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, she said, well, let's do it in their own words here yeah. to find out how Corey feels about this, how he, he feels about the whole situation. I feel like we need to know. Let's do in their own words. Quote, I just really wish it never happened. But things happen. Things were done and stuff happened. Anytime you're involved in a situation like that, someone is going to take the heat. And I took the heat. At the end of the year, it will be off uh, off the record and a closed case. I thought everything was unfair. But life is unfair. Right. <laughs> There's a lot of repeat statements there. I, yeah. Because it's, it's all bullshit. Yeah. He goes, you know, someone's got to take the heat. Yeah. Things were done and right. stuff happened. Right. and moving on. And bygones are going to be bygones. Right. And uh, what's good asking, for the goose is good for the right. hand gander. We're not asking you why the offense <laughs> didn't didn't uh, produce today. You know, we're asking you why you punched a woman in the fucking mouth. One of the hands better than two in the bush. So I'm just saying, you know? <laughs> he's gonna have fucking Jesus. cliches coming out of just his ass. Reading the, the fucking almanac. Yeah, oh, the cliche almanac. Here it is, everyone. So he then says, "Quote: Who knows what I was doing when I was 13? I really didn't care. I was just growing up, being a teenager like everybody else. I never had any." problems at the university of washington i just think it's sad for someone to be so petty to go back to when someone was 15 years old and judge them instead of judging me as a 21 year old man i could never understand that he said later on he also says that he hasn't had a drink in three years what? Didn't he just that get, math doesn't work out. Okay. And uh, quote, all the time, uh, the people, uh, the way people had had panned out, I could have been in jail or somewhere not even doing the things I love to do. Very true. Uh, he says that he got as a kid, he got to watch Walter Payton there. And he said, quote, I always got a chance to see Walter in action. Nice runner. I know why they called him sweetness. He was light on his toes and he could do it all. He said, being a running back, you'd be a fool if you never watched Walter Payton and appreciated what Walter Payton did for the game. Very fucking true. Walter's the man. Yeah, but uh, he's the shit. You, you just—I <laughs> mean, as a comic, I, you, you can't just watch George Carlin and think, you know, no. what a terrible guy because he's just clearly the best. You're picking the best. Yeah, you're picking Walter Payton. You, it's hard to I say mean, anything bad him. about no, the guy. Watch him; his game is perfect. Right. He blocks amazingly. <laughs> fucking like he's so perfect that he catches the ball right. wonderfully. Great runner, graceful, tough, fast, smooth. Right. Also, plow people over. <laughs> stiff arm, drops the shoulder. Never missed a fucking game. <laughs> due to injuries the toughest son of a bitch ever you picked the best guy and you're like you picked probably right. the, the best football player in the history of the game and it was probably. difficult for him to say nice things about him. yeah he's like i mean he's a nice runner i see what they mean Fucking about him asshole. You know, it's like, no he's probably maybe the greatest person to ever touch a football <laughs> definitely top three so respect unbelievable so 2001 uh, they're six and ten the Bengals. he has 1315 yards so that's right. five straight seasons of uh of 90 of fucking a thousand yards not and bad and they're getting better 
Sort of. Yeah. They still suck. A couple more games. A couple more games. You <laughs> still can do a little playoffs. He makes the Pro Bowl again. Yeah. And he publicly calls out the owner of the Bengals, uh, telling that the press, quote, we will never win with the Brown family in Cincinnati. Wow. They own the team, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's I want the fuck out of yeah. here. Trade me. <laughs> um, I thought it would be fine and good enough to be rich, but I've decided it's not. This sucks. That's Fitzgerald calling the Bidwells shit back. That's what it was. <laughs> which they deserve, too. Yeah. That's someone who went outside and went, you know, Cincinnati, I smell sulfur and zoo. That's not good enough. I need to win if I'm going to stay here. I smell the sulfur and zoo or sulfur or zoo. Either, either one. one. It- I like when they come together downtown to make a real. <laughs> My hotel was like the culmination point last yeah. time we were there. Right Neither where they are met pleasant. Dance. They were waltzing in the street. So, 2002, he establishes the Corey Dillon Foundation to provide inner-city youth with opportunities and resources to go the distance and achieve their goals. Mm -hmm. So, that's good anyway. Looking for public image. 2002, though, uh, after he complained about the Bengals sucking, they go 2-14. and Oh, no. Which is real bad. And they don't even fire Dick LeBeau during the season. They're like, he's good. That man kept a job. He's good. Well, think about it. They they don't like to fire people because then you have to hire someone. You have to pay them. Right. Because if you fire a coach, you have to pay them for the rest of their deal. Yeah, yeah. So the Browns are cheap as fuck. The the Browns right. that own the team, right. not the Cleveland Browns, but they're cheap as fuck and they don't want to pay a coach they fire. So they'll keep a guy till his contract runs out. Mm. But Marvin Lewis was a good coach at one point, but Marvin Lewis has been there for fucking almost 20 years yeah. now, or it's been yeah. there like over 15 years, 16 years or some it's shit. It's not working out there. Either. Yeah, he doesn't want a goddamn thing. <laughs> now, it's not his fault. No. The Bengals are the Bengals, right. but they've had some good playoff runs yeah. and they still didn't win. If that's but, impressive of wins yeah. too when, in, during the regular season that you'd think holy shit they figured it out and yeah. then the next week they are garbage nobody can coach anywhere for 15 years unless they win a super bowl right. if you win a super bowl then you're golden yeah, and yeah. you can have a you have a big buffer around yeah. you but until then what what are you doing <laughs> remember schottenheimer got fired for going 14 and 2 with right. the chargers yeah. 14 and 2 right. and then lost a playoff game though get him the fuck out of here it's like wow he won 14 games that guy's good at this holy shit so 2002 though Corey runs for 1311 yards so consistent mm-hmm. he's so fucking consistent runs for, so that's six years of a thousand yards rushing uh 2003 the Bengals are eight and eight holy oh, shit they're 500 how about this wow under coach marvin Lewis when he came in. So he brought them to be, after that, they were going 12 and 4 and making the playoffs. playoffs, right? Not that year, no. But after that, they started being better. So this year, Corey, though, only rushes for 541 yards as they start platooning him because he's at this point considered old Mm -hmm. because he's 29. Right. Even though he's rushing for the same amount he was before, he's considered old. So they want to draft a guy to replace him already. Right. And I believe it was Rudy Johnson they drafted who split time with him that year. Rudy Johnson was good, but different kind of back. Yeah. So he went a- to the Jets, right? Where I don't remember where he ended up. So April, I don't remember. Damn it. He was a- so good. He was good, Rudy. So uh, April 20th, 2004, the Bengals trade Corey Dillon to the Patriots yep. for a second round pick. Okay. That's it. That's it? Second round pick. They just I mean, wanted to get rid of him. He was a second round pick, so That's they got it. back what they, they got. They got back yeah. what they put in. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2004 here, he said that his decision to want to be traded, because he was asking for a trade, was because of his frustrations with the team and the losing yeah. and all this sort of shit. And he said that he met with Marvin Lewis, who was a new coach. New coaches want to bring in their guys. Mm-hmm. They don't want to, they don't want to have anybody from the old losing. They want new running back, right. new everything. So they want, he wanted to get rid of Corey. And he said that they couldn't see 
see eye to eye, him and Marvin Lewis. And uh, he says, quote, he shrugged his shoulders on me like there's nothing he could do. Uh, At that very moment, I said, I'm out of here. I'm done. So, yeah, uh, Dylan had visits with the Raiders also. Really? Uh, but after meeting with the pay, well, they saw his juvenile record. Yeah. They said, we got to have him. We got to have him. How, tell me, uh, what's your body count? How many women have you punched? Never mind. <laughs> Not good enough. Not enough, we'll, sir. There's more out there. He said, we'll find come him. Come back when you, when you reach the big leagues. Yeah, sir. Come, you're a minor league <laughs> domestic abuser. This is weak. He said that uh, he, after he met Belichick, he felt he could be the most successful in New England. He said, quote, the Patriots weren't even on my radar at the time. I went there and had a sit down with Bill and, and player personnel guy here, and it was pretty simple. He heard about some stuff that was going on in Cincinnati, and I told him all that stemmed from not winning, not winning games. My whole desire and passion was winning football games, so all that negativity and stuff down there was from not winning. He said he understood and asked me, do you think you could play for us? I said, absolutely. Absolutely, and that was the end of that. A few days later, I signed a contract, and I was a patriot. He goes in there. I was fucking had an attitude. I was only a malcontent because I they suck, right. and they don't. With you, have you played them ever? They fucking <laughs> suck. There's a reason you have like a 48 and two career record against them because they <laughs> suck dick. They're awful. So. Uh, <laughs> He's called he's called a reclamation project, which makes no sense because he's never had a year other than the year he didn't play much. Yeah. He's never had a year that doesn't have a thousand yards, but he's considered a guy who was a big running back and now had an off year and some arrests. So he's garbage. Really? Yeah. Which is crazy. So the ba- they were the Patriots got a steal. Here, yeah. They a got fucking, for nothing. A steal. A second round draft yeah. pick. And he says, quote, uh, uh, it's just kind of curious. Every time the Patriots do something or bring a guy in, my name comes up like I was a bad guy. Because whenever he brings somebody up, they're like, well, they brought in Corey Dillon and that worked. He said, this is later on. He said, I'm trying to set that straight. First of all, if you go back in time, look who I played for at the time. Are you kidding me? People want to say that I was a bad guy in that situation? No, that's not the case about the the Bengals. Corey, forget going back in time. Go forward in time. They had a murderer on the fucking roster. No problem with that. So the Patriots this year go fourteen and two. Yeah, way different experience for Pretty old Corey impressive. here. Uh, yeah, they win the divisional round. They beat the shit out of the Colts. They beat the Steelers forty-one twenty-seven in the championship game, and then they beat the Eagles 24-21 in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Corey has sixteen hundred thirty-five yards rushing, which is a Patriots franchise record, wow. season record. So yeah, he comes in four point seven a carry. Wow, he's one of the best backs in the league that yeah. year. They fucking stole him. Wow. That's amazing. Amazing. Uh, then after that, Maroney, they'll draft Maroney and kind of do that. He makes the Pro Bowl that year again. Yeah. So can't ask for anything more. Super Bowl champ. This wow. is like Grace B yeah. here right now. Uh, 2005, the Patriots go 10 and 6. Yeah. Uh, that was the year, I believe, when Brady got his knee fucking popped in the yeah. first game of the year. Really? And they had uh, Matt Castle backing him up, I want to oh, say, the whole time. Castle, that's right. Came in for the rest of the year yeah. and they go 10 and 6. They make the playoffs. And uh, they end up losing to the Broncos. That's right. If you remember that year in 2005. Didn't fucking matter. No. Uh, <laughs> Corey only has 209 rushes that year for 733 yards. So uh, yeah. not a, he's, he's platooned a little more than he'd like to be. Yeah. and uh, But he's happy in general. Sure. His mom says, quote, you, about the whole thing about him being mad and cincy and happy now. She says, quote, you'd be mad too losing all the time and playing your heart out while all the other players were saying they don't want to block for you 
What? Okay, because he was talking shit about them. Yeah. Uh, quote, in New England, he knows that he's got everybody's back and they have the his. So mm-hmm. that's good anyway. Or else, because Belichick yeah. will fucking cut you. He says now he feels a whole lot better, like being released from jail. <laughs> wow. Jesus, the Cincinnati J- Bengals, one step up from jail. <laughs> Christ. That you is... were making $30 million over five years and that wow. is jail. That's jail. That's <laughs> interesting. See, that's why I say athletes have yeah. a different experience yeah. than other people, because nobody would, else would say that ever. <laughs> to make 30 I got 30 million bucks. How crazy is that? I'll so, tell you how crazy it was. It was fucking jail. It's jail, man. <laughs> so Fuck you, Corey. Jesus. Two th- <laughs> fuck you, Corey. I will lose for five years in the NFL for $30 million. Yeah, I don't gladly. give a shit. I'll and I'll fucking split duties You with could somebody. never play me. No. You yeah, could never I'll play me. I'll play back. I'll be backup punter. And I don't care. Still be a vacation. A big smile every day. (laughs) Camera camera pans on me. I just give a big thumbs up. Sit there all supportive. I'd be the most supportive guy. Yeah. Two two and 14, and I'll hold up a number one finger every every Sunday. Eating a hot dog with one hand, foam finger with the other. Yay. Every fucking Sunday. We're the best. We're so good. (laughs) So. 2006. Buy tickets to our Jesus. slaughter next week. It's going to be great. <laughs> 2006. Corey here is uh, the or the Patriots are 12 and four, and uh, they end up losing in the conference championship to the Colts, 38 34. Uh-huh. So that was the year I believe the Colts beat the Bears. I want to say in the Super Bowl. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they beat the Chargers and Jets mm-hmm. leading up to that. And so uh, you know, still though, good team. He's not doesn't he's not on a shit team again this year. He's platooning 190. 99 carries 812 yards so he's platooning again and that's going to be the end of his career right really? there career over uh over the course of his career 2618 rushes for 11,241 yards 4.3 yards per carry, per carry average for his whole career wow uh, not bad 82 touchdowns Nine fucking, years? Fucking good. Yes, uh, 10 years ten total. Years. That is impressive as fuck. Oh, it's a great career. It's That's a, great. His average season is about 1,100 yards, 4.3 yards a carry, and you know some touchdowns. It's goddamn good. Maybe two more years? That's probably Hall of Fame worthy, He's yes? real dependable. Yeah. yeah, if he played for a few more years, he would he could have been like a Jerome Bettis yeah. and hung on yeah. for, you know, stacked his numbers at the end. Storied in New England or some yeah. shit. But uh, New That's England awesome. doesn't do that. They no. wanted to shuffle him out. October 1st, 2007, the Bucks want to sign him. Really? Tampa Bay, Cadillac Williams is hurt uh-huh. here. He's a loss for the season with a knee injury. And uh, so the uh, agent for Corey Dillman, Dillon confirms that the Bucks contacted them before the game was even over. Really? Cadillac hurt his knee, and by the fourth quarter, they were on the phone with Corey <laughs> Dillon. Can you be here tomorrow? Is that possible? We looked at the rest of our roster, and boy, does it suck. It stinks. We have no runners. So the agent said that he texted Corey to see if he was interested and got back no. That was it. No. Not even interested. Not even a thought. Nope. Done. Mm. It's probably like, my legs feel good. Fuck yeah. that. I haven't gotten hit in the knees by a helmet in a long time, so I'm going to say they, no. And they play in the Saints division, and the Saints yeah. at that time are killing that. people. Yeah, they, exactly. For, no shit. For, like, for legalities. Yeah. No, you're right. So, uh, yeah, he said he was finished playing. He didn't formally file re- uh, retirement papers because he was getting accrued severance pay at that uh-huh. point. It's whatever. Technical shit. Uh, his agent said, quote, Corey's not hurting for money. He's taking 
taking care of his money. Even if Dylan did file papers with the league to obtain his pay, uh, he would not be precluded from returning to the field. Yeah. So he could play if he wanted to. On his reputation and his career, he says, quote, it comes down to we play this game, uh, this football game to actually win football games. That's what you play for. I don't know what was on everybody else's agenda. Me personally, I was never a me guy worried about somebody else's money, worried about getting paid. My main objection was to win football games. And my ultimate goal was to win a championship. That's what I was in the game for. That was my passion. And if you check, go ask former teammates in Cincinnati. I wasn't a bad guy in the locker room. My whole thing was, hey, listen, I'm tired of losing. And to sum up that and put it into in a corporate America hypothetical situation, if you had a job where you feel you're going nowhere and you have an opportunity to better yourself and better your career in a different situation, you're not going to take that opportunity. But I do it and I'm a cancer. I'm a bad guy. I don't know how people think that. I don't get it. I totally agree with that. That's, that's, a, that's a good point. If you're on a team and you want to be on a different team, I don't know why that's different from yeah. someone working for a law firm who wants to work for another law firm. Right. Guess what? You should be able to go work for that fucking law go firm. Go work for another law firm. No one should be firm. mad at you for right. it. A law firm that makes money and, and wins. That's, yeah. That's Our law firm be. sucks. Right. We take shit cases and then we don't fucking right. do them well. What the fuck? We take shit cases and then we fucking lose. I don't want to do that why anymore. Do <laughs> this sucks, man. What? Because we still get paid? Who gives a yeah, shit? Yeah, who cares? I don't care. This is this is not this is boring. I, I want to succeed. Glory. At some point I want to succeed yeah. with something more than just having a car. That's nice. Right. So 2008 he is inducted into the Dixie State College Hall of Fame. Really? He's there for one year. Well. He's the best player they've probably ever had, probably. so that's why. Uh Spring of 2010, rumors start to happen about him coming back to the NFL. Not only back to the NFL, they're saying that he's trying to make a comeback and do it for the Bengals. Oh, boy. So he wants to not only come back, but fucking come back for the Bengals, mm. which is crazy. In 2010? 2010. I this heard is, also that Boomer Esiason approached him about a sequel. About a sequel to his book. <laughs> Listen, Corey, you're going to sit down and write a book with me, pal. Me it's going to be about a, a running back who can't just, he can't stop punching women in the face. It's going to be, I'll write the first half of the pages, then I'll hand it off to you and you finish it off. Because I don't know the details about really socking one good and making them bleed from He's the mouth of the drive. What it sounds like. Come on. <laughs> You can describe the thwack. <laughs> so uh, he's trying to play for the Bengals at spring of 2010. Early April 2010, his wife files for divorce. Really? Uh, Desiree files a petition citing irreconcilable differences in L.A. County. She files this. <laughs> what are the differences? He wants to punch her and she doesn't want to get punched. I'd like to not be punched. <laughs> well, I'd like to punch her. I'd like to punch her. Well, he'd like to go back and get his head fucking bell rung a few more times. <laughs> and I feel like that's going to lead to more punching. So I'm going to say no. They have three kids. They've been married for 10 years. Desiree wants full legal and physical custody of the kids with Corey getting visitation and visits and all that shit. I guess he's fine with the kids. Uh, April 21st, 2010. A couple weeks later, uh, he is pulled over at 3.38 a.m. Hell yeah. Near Malibu on on Mulholland Drive. Get out of here. This isn't going to go well. No. Not at all. Where was he? What Uh, fucking bar? uh, He was driving. I don't know. Uh Uh, They pulled him over. They said they this is listen to why they pulled him over though this is fucking insane mm-hmm. normally you try to avoid cops especially if you're drunk at 3 30 in the morning apparently they noticed a man in a red chevy camaro driving slowly right behind them he was tailgating the cops <laughs> He's shadowing them he was up their ass and they said that they made a turn and he stayed behind they was shadowing the cops it was him and another Hiding guy behind them so 
they fucking put the goddamn lights on and pulled over and said, get the fuck over, idiot. What are you doing? Ah, he tried to Scooby-Doo him. Stay you, behind him. Stay they behind can't him. see us. can't see us. Well, you got to get real close so they don't see the headlights. That's the thing. If you get real close, it'll be below their hood. Holy shit. What the fuck are you doing? If you're trying to avoid cops and you see cops, you go, left turn, and yep. they keep going straight, especially if you're behind them. What do you say we go that way? You give it a shot. They go, get close. What the fuck is wrong with you? Maybe they think we're real close. They'll think we couldn't possibly be drunk. Who'd be that stupid? I don't fucking know. But uh, Oh, that's amazing. They got out and guys said, but pardon, what the yeah. fuck are you doing? Why are you tailgating us, you fucking idiots? And Corey, they said, have you been drinking? And he goes, we were drinking earlier in the evening. And they said, get the fuck out of the car, you dumb shit. The hell is wrong with you? He smelled like alcohol. <laughs> He's fucking, you know, blows over a point eight. Yeah. So uh, he ends up getting a DUI and is released on bond. Like you, dumb. Why are you doing that? <laughs> That's an unnecessary one right there. It's genius. You're looking for I'm, talking I'm about looking for trouble. I'm impressed with the drunk ingenuity. Yeah. Bury your headlights. Just in get his right tailpipe. up behind them and then go slow. Because they said cops said they slowed down and he slowed way down too. And they're like, "What the fuck is happening?" Are they? Because they thought they were getting ambushed or yeah, something. Of they were like, in LA? Don't do or that. Or if somebody needed help too, yeah. they didn't know if somebody was like trying to get their attention. So yeah. like, what the fuck? And then they see it's two able. Bodied men in a car, and they're like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're drunk. I get it now. Let's go. <laughs> hey, stupid! Why are you following me? That's by far my favorite arrest. That's one of my favorite arrests ever. It really is. I've never. I, I've never. He basically pulled the cop over. <laughs> we never had that before. Officer, I'm drunk. Arrest me. <laughs> Pull me up. The side of the road. It's the best arrest in history. I'm making a citizen's arrest. <laughs> of me. Of me, with your help. <laughs> he pulled the cops over. We've that's never so, seen anyone do that. That's so before. awesome. That's almost uh, as good as the Mitch Blood Green gas station incident. <laughs> yes. It's almost as good as that, where he just goes, I'll just take a shift. Start collecting that one, money at least gas. there's benefit. This it's does just, nothing I for him. I don't know what he was thinking. <laughs> I can't imagine what he was thinking. Well, play it, it cool, man. Play it cool. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just want to see what that bumper sticker said. <laughs> it said not to beat the shit out of old people. All right. Well, I, was, I heard him this blood green. I was picking up a shift. <laughs> I was picking up a shift. I was pulling you I over. I was trying to help you off. You were swerving <laughs> and blurry in my vision. That's what happened. It was my, uh, you were blurry. And I was like, they're very blurry. I should stop them. It's unbelievable. You got to stop blurry people because they'll crash. <laughs> they're super blurry. Oh, you're arresting me. I'm arresting you for being blurry. We're, uh, <laughs> you're under arrest for blurries. <laughs> ha. Hands behind, hands behind your your belly or oh, whatever shit. it is, and do on your on your head uh, head feet behind your head. I just let's laughed. go. I just laughed at myself. Blurry. <laughs> so what a yeah. fucking idiot. So yeah. Anyway, he he's bonds. Post bonds. Yeah. He gets out. So that was April twenty first, two thousand ten. <laughs> uh, May second, two thousand ten. Here. What? Uh, May second uh, at his home in Calabasas, California. Dylan and his wife were in the middle of a divorce. Yeah. Yeah. apparently are arguing over the custody of their child, which led to uh, uh, led to Desiree calling the police yeah. for domestic uh, violence. She claimed that, let's see here, this is, well, the cops could tell this had happened to her, uh, yeah. but um, that he did this to her, that Dylan, quote, 
poured milk over her head, <laughs> threw water on her, and poured, poured soy sauce on her. What? <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> I mean, I want to congratulate him for not punching her. That's impressive. But, That's restraint. No. But he was standing next to the fridge, obviously, just, and just grabbed everything in there and just started hosing her. Anything liquid in the fridge. What, what the fuck <laughs> the is going on? What, is the barbecue sauce too thick? Lucky we're not having hot dogs tonight, <laughs> motherfucker, because I would spray you with ketchup and mustard like you never fucking believed. I got a jar of sauerkraut <laughs> headed for your fucking head. <laughs> Poured milk over her head, threw water on her, and then poured soy sauce on her. Wow. Um, during the dispute, uh, apparently here, she also told the cops that she suffered a superficial cut to her thumb, mm. and she's uh, he's arrested and held on $50,000 bail. Yeah. And uh, yeah, later on, though, after all this goes down, she then tells authorities that he never hit her and her injury wasn't caused by physical contact with him and that she doesn't want to press any charges. Really? So, yeah, she pulls the whole thing back. But when they showed up, she was covered in milk and soy sauce. And uh, they're pretty sure she didn't do that to herself. They're reasonably positive that that didn't come accidentally. Oh, God, you know those packets? Yeah. Sometimes when you rip them, they just go everywhere. You know what I mean? Clearly. So, I mean, Jesus Christ, he's he's fucking talked a lot of shit about the Bengals deservedly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's had a tough upbringing. That's fine and dandy. Yeah. But uh, he started to f- take it out on other people. Yeah. I mean, his wife's involved in this. I can't imagine because of the punching while driving, pouring soy sauce on the head and stuff. I feel like there's been a lot of incidents with her oh, it's, yeah. over the years. Yeah, yeah. Those weren't the only two things no. that ever happened. One was just it was a shock because it was the first time maybe. Right. And this one was just because they're getting divorced and she didn't give a fuck. But yeah. during the marriage, apparently, I don't know. I bet she took a lot of abuse from him. Ten years. I can't be sure, obviously, but yeah, something t- happened. In 10 years, uh, it's rare. I hope not. Yeah, but. right, right. But it's very rare that the the uh, domestic violence call is time one. That's what I you mean. Know what I mean, yeah. it's, it's, he's for sure it's, dressed yeah. her down a time or two. Something happened. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad for her. I really yeah. do. I mean, I feel bad for a lot of people, but not nearly <laughs> as bad as I feel for Corey Dillon. A white man. <laughs> well, this one's a black guy. All right. Corey Dillon, sales consultant at Toyota of Brookhaven in Jackson, Mississippi. Oh. Uh, Corey Dillon, this guy's very white, yeah. secret superhero slash Lyft driver. I hate him. He's in Phoenix, too. So Get out of here. Order lifts till you get this one and then sock him in the back of the fucking head. The real superhero. Uh, Corey Dillon, uh, manager agronomy. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Ma- oh, agronomy. It's farm shit. Manager yeah, agronomy ag- research farm yeah. at Penn State University. Right. Wow. Um, hopefully he's not a kid diddler. No. Uh, <laughs> Penn State, I hear it all. Corey Dillon, corporate wellness coach in the greater Denver area. Okay. And uh, Corey Dillon, project manager at Focus Construction LLC. Corey Dillon, finally, CPA, MBA, federal tax senior staff at Crow in Columbus, Ohio. So trust Corey Dillon with your taxes, everybody. When you started rat- rattling out letters. I thought you were going to say fucking like uh, <laughs> NBA mar- marital fucking uh, therapist or something. Marital thing. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Jesus, I would love that. May 13th, 2010, they decide prosecutors that they will not file criminal charges against him uh, for the domestic for, for the, the soy sauce, sauce incident. Right. Yeah, she, it turns out he was just trying a new marinade. Yeah, it was weird. That's what. 
but the judge <laughs> judge decided who am i to say that's not a good marinade it might be delicious i don't know maybe it's a tempura i'm yeah. not sure kickamins so, is delicious sometimes. it can be good yeah. so june 21st 2010 <laughs> jesus christ they uh the office announces that it has charged Corey dillon with two misdemeanors in connection with his drunk driving arrest in april yeah. he does get charged for that july 16th which is court for the dui he pleads no contest to it uh the judge says you sir may fuck off and gives him two years of probation uh 12 hour alcohol program and ordered to pay a 250 dollar fine so that's that and then laughed his balls off and said hilarious believe you got so you did what now stupid (laughs) what are you stupid Jesus, dummy. What an arrest. Oh, so September 2018, you're asking for it. Yeah. Right? I mean, you can't ask for any more than that. September 2018, his house is uh, is for sale here. Really? Uh, or his house sells. Oh. It's been for sale for a while. Want to hear the listing? I do. Mm, kind of do, right? Uh, yeah. It's going to be fucking beautiful. Welcome to Mount Calabasas. Oh, my God. A beautiful and exclusive guard-gated community in the gently rolling hills of Calabasas. The chef's kitchen leaves nothing to be desired with an expansive eat-in breakfast area, pantry, butler's nook, gorgeous cabinetry, and countertops, sub-zero and Viking appliances, and a center island with separate sink. The floor plan is absolutely ideal and flows perfectly. The first floor features a light and bright formal living room, inviting formal dining room with stone fireplace, a family room, and fifth bedroom slash maid's room. The upstairs features a master with large walk-in closet, private office, sitting slash sitting room, and balcony and a dual fireplace for master bedroom and bath. Oh, boy. Three additional bedrooms also have en-suites, plus an upstairs office, media room, and large entertainment area. There is so much room to stretch out and play inside and out. The adjoining outdoor living has an appealing ambiance that is situa- and is situated to take in the expansive grounds, which encompass a built-in outdoor tiki bar slash barbecue area, gorgeous rock pool with a waterfall feature, water slide and spa, half-court basketball what? course, and, four put- and, uh, and a four-putting surface golf course oh so it's got uh is it like a the putting green i guess four miniature holes piece the shit out of me maybe i don't know but the house ends up it was on the market for 2.25 million that's only 2.25 and it ends up being sold for 1.925 million wow yeah it was outdated inside i looked at it really it needed some updating but still that's some a good deal for where it is and vikings and for where it is it's yeah. a good deal just for the real estate there uh yeah big it's uh foothills of the santa monica mountain conservancy zone yeah and uh it's five 5,024 square feet. For less than $2 million. Fucking big house. Yeah, in that area. That's good. Uh, They say a wrought iron staircase is the first thing you see in the interior. Hardwood floors and all that shit. Very nice. Uh, Loft and master suite, balcony, all this type of cool shit here. Uh, 2019. Mm -hmm. He's back in the news again last year because... Well, when the when the Patriots signed Antonio Brown, uh-huh. they brought up well, like Corey Dillon, oh, Corey geez. Dillon, Corey Dillon. So he's like, oh, uh, not no. He's like, stop comparing me to him. Now he hasn't even gotten arrested. My fucking rap sheet <laughs> clearly. If crime is a yeah. fucking prerequisite, I'm a Hall of Famer. This guy's a fucking rookie. <laughs> when does he get arrested? I'm constantly in jail. Gee, well, what's his milk and soy sauce recipe? Right. Shit, probably, compared to mine. <laughs> so he says he does not like comparisons to Antonio Brown at really? all. Really? Yeah, he says he's tired of it. He doesn't like it. He's here to set the record straight about his name appearing next to Antonio Brown's. 
tired. Yeah. He said, quote, I've got nothing against A.B. He's a hell of a football player. He said more about him than Walter Payton. Yeah, he did. He gave him higher marks. <laughs> than Walter Payton. Okay. In a, in a protection league. <laughs> yeah, in a protection league. It's interesting. But uh, Antonio Brown couldn't hold the worst player's jockstrap in 72. Well, well, he could athletically, he would kill the guys, but not Walter Payton's jockstrap. That's Walter my, Payton was would, the shit. They would destroy, they would light oh, they would, him they, up. They would definitely the kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they would injure him, mm-hmm. but not before. Yeah, he would, if they, before they caught him and injured him, he would right. fucking run all over the field for. I don't know that he'd catch the ball in that league. No, because you could still, up until 77, you could still, pass interference was generally (laughs) legal until then. So, yeah, yeah, that'd be very hard. So he says, quote, but I'm, uh, I'm in, find it in kind of a curious every, I find it kind of curious every time the Patriots do something or bring a guy in, my name comes up like I was a bad guy. I'm trying to set that straight. He said, if they knew what I was going through in Cincinnati, my name wouldn't even be mentioned in that light. If you want to bring me up, to be frank, I'm a Super Bowl champ. So why don't you go, why don't you say, go be like Corey Dillon, a Super Bowl champ who went over and won one with New England, instead of Corey Dillon, this problem player, and the Patriots picked up and changed his life. No, no. You just, yeah. He I said, mean, the time you were with New England, you didn't get arrested, man. That's the thing. You were doing, <laughs> yeah, you weren't in Super Bowls. They kind of did. That's what it was. Change your life. <laughs> yeah. He said, quote, the thing about AB, I'm praying for my brother. I wish him well. It's a, it's a perfect setup. All he has to do is catch the football. All he has to do is show up and play and catch the football. And trust me, he'll be knock, knocking on a Super Bowl. It's as easy as that. I'm happy for him. I'll be watching that. And then he obviously didn't work out. There, but uh, yeah, he was happy at first. Uh, currently, if you go, if you trust celebritynetworth.com, which you should never trust because they say that we're millionaires, which is hilarious. Uh, so if you trust oh, them, boy, uh, well, the, the world that they live in, yeah, I want to be in it. I do too. Uh, well, in this world, Corey Dillon has eleven million dollars still. So I'll bet he does. They, they said earlier bad. that he took care of his chicken. He took care of his money uh, and he sold his house for a couple million. But he also went through a divorce. Yeah. But the, who knows? He might have eleven. He might million. have six. He might have something who knows if he was smart with his money yeah. you never know i uh, can't get enough Corey oh, dylan why can't i I'll, he'll be out there eventually uh but i found on ebay i found some used Bengals Corey dylan jersey for like 35 bucks then mm-hmm. i found a cool the old school 70s 80s red patriots jerseys yeah they all uh, throwbacks right. one of those signed the stripes on the shoulders yeah signed yeah. one of those for the red one uh for 189.99 so uh-huh. if you want some Corey dylan you can get him there that's that that's, that's game worn no 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 oh. that's just signed oh, it's not Jesus. game worn it's a regular jersey just okay. signed. game worn that'd be cool as fuck yeah. but uh yeah that's Corey dylan everybody and uh yeah Corey goddamn dylan that's unbelievable yeah, yeah what a story it is and it's one of those stories where like i didn't really know about it it's amazing that he had, <laughs> he had a to really go back that's the thing that's what's amazing for you have to give the guy a shitload of credit yeah. for coming from all those arrests i mean right. he was in a deep hole right to the point where after high school everybody else in the nfl after high school they're being recruited hard right. by, he didn't have any of that he was off he was being a janitor getting arrested after high school and he fought his way back in went to three different colleges yeah. and i mean you got to give the guy a lot of credit for that really? i just wish he if he just didn't punch his if he just didn't have three different incidents of violence against women i would right. be okay with the guy I'd because shit happens respect for him people drive drunk and they're back stupid or yeah. they do stupid shit in the street or yeah. they do shit when they're younger i don't fucking i'm not gonna judge somebody for that as far as their character goes right. i'm not That's gonna ridiculous. demonize them 
But I've never even thought to punch a woman in the face in the street. Never. That's I can't. That's where it ends. No. I've never punched a woman in the face while she drives. No. I've never said I'm going to try my new marinade yeah. on my wife. <laughs> never. I, listen, so, I will. I will tell you. I've thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you keep yelling, I'm going to punch you. I'm, and then I didn't. I'm going to put soy sauce <laughs> but on I'll you. T- I will tell you this. She did keep yelling. <laughs> she did keep yelling. One of those two things came true. <laughs> <laughs> that's good i'm proud of you jimmy Thank so you. uh yeah that is Corey dylan mm. and uh we hoped you enjoyed that and uh yeah well sorry we had some sidetracks in there as well as yeah, far as that shit goes but it's frustrating it's man. just and we're it, frustrated and we're fucking human beings yeah. i mean i get it that you know you don't want to hear politics from us and we're talking about shit that shouldn't be politics there's no reason in the world it should be our politics are common sense yeah. that's our politics we're very fucking logical yeah. people we we have that's all we care about is does this make sense yeah. or not and, we don't have a team yeah don't care and and moreover uh my politics are uh how's this gonna help because that's what it is. We just yeah. need things that help people. Cause it, I don't have a God, fucking team on the matter. I don't want to give anybody a goddamn thing, but I'd love to help. Yeah, that's you know what, what I mean. mean? I, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to give anybody the best life. I want to give them the opportunity and all the help that we can for. If I could give everybody the best life, great. I'd love, I'd love yeah. to. I want everyone to have a fucking great well, life. That'd be can't. wonderful. It's not even that, but we need... <laughs> Just for fucking, I don't know, man. Our our politics are our own, yeah. and don't fucking worry about it, We're basically. Just We're just people. people the best. We're just people, and yeah. we just don't want crazy shit going on. We want fucking, we just want logic. Yeah. I just want logic. That's it. I just want someone yeah. at some point to go, hey, this is stupid. Maybe if this and this, because that makes sense, we could try that. Right. Hey, good idea. That's all I fucking want. <laughs> is that a lot to ask for? And you know what? If my plan doesn't logic, work, let's try let's yours. Let's try another one. Right. I don't know. Just logic. Let's try yours that sounds logical, too. Just logic. <laughs> it's not a lot to ask for. Rodney King uh, had a, a really great quote. <laughs> <laughs> And I'd just like us all to get along. Logic, man. That's it. That's all we want. That's all we (laughs) strive for. That's it. You know, to these uh, to the police's point too. the ones that are really aggressive, maybe that will uh, create a really great idea. Like, let's all get along. Yeah. (laughs) Beat the great ideas into us. Then I guess let's try that plan. That's good. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe that'll be the answer. Now that I think about, well, Mel, if you callous the brain, as we heard earlier in the episode, Jimmy, if you callous the brain. It's too late, James. It's, they should have done that to us when we were Oh, that's right. the problem. Okay. Beat your children, everybody. So that said, thanks for listening Thank to the you. show. If you have not yet, please get on uh, Apple Podcast, that purple icon. Give us five stars. Doesn't matter what you say. Just please write something because it helps drive us up the charts. And God damn it, we know that we could use that. It always helps. Uh, also, go to Shut Up and Give Me Murder for everything crime and sports and small town murder related mm-hmm. you can get all your stuff there merchandise tickets to live shows it's a one-stop shop for everything possible yeah. with crime and sports and small town murder and then you should be listening to small town murder every damn thursday when it comes out it's your ass on there subscribe yeah. it'll fucking download do yeah. that also ps i hate this movie every friday you lazy bastards get on that too so listen to that it's going to be uh good times had by all as always uh Please follow us on social media. We are at Crime and Sports on Twitter and Facebook, at Small Town Murder on Instagram there. And, uh, yeah, also, if you want to be a hero of ours, God damn it, not only a hero of yeah. 
stars, uh-huh. but you'll be a producer. Yep. You'll have your name said, yep. and you will get access to tons and tons of great bonus material that we do. We put out a lot of bonus shit. We're going to keep doing it. We're going to keep doing all the bonus stuff. So uh, sign up for that. Anybody over the $5 level will get access to all the shows for crime and sports and small town murder bonus. So everything. And uh, next week, I think we might go back to doing, let's do a bonus of those classified ads Hell again. Yeah. That was fucking that fun. Was fun. I'll find a shitload of crazy classified ads and we'll make that the crime and sports bonus next week because that's a good time. I'm going to get a good key of what those fucking uh, letters yes, mean. Yes, do that. Yeah. Find that. We'll, we'll be prepared. And understand what these fucking uh, people are talking about. <laughs> talking in code. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, letters used to cost by the by the cost right. by the letter. Yeah, so you got to so do a little code. Uh, but you could be one of those people and get your name read and everything at uh, patreon.com slash crime and sports mm-hmm. or head over to PayPal if you just want to be a nice person and give us some money because you're a nice person you can do that very easily over at paypal using our email address crime and sports at gmail.com right. that's also a good way to get a hold of us and that said speaking of getting a hold of us these people that you're going to mention have gotten a hold of us mm-hmm. not only that they've given us money and they're wonderful people and they deserve their name said and i will not stop jimmy pour it over my head like a bottle of soy sauce the names of the greatest people in the world this week's executive producers are Stephen rude tracy mitchell jordan bennett ryan mccluskey melissa turner clay thorson and his uh his his pups odin and uh and uh loki there there's pug he he had to put his dog down last year he got two new pups and, oh uh, no. and it's their birthday also hey so well, thanks clay appreciate there's it. a lot going on there it really is <laughs> it's clay's got a deep uh a deep well of emotion happening <laughs> christine <laughs> yeah. palmer uh nash essman essman uh, amanda uh, what did i do shit is that lewis or laws or lands Oh, my God, I'm the worst. I'm sorry, Amanda. Uh, MJ, Christy Hovaninen? Probably not. Eileen uh, Ocachella? <laughs> what? Chris Valdez, Riddell Turner, Joshua Neal Clements, Maria Maria Cephas, Rob Beer, uh, Eileen with no last name, Lori Shandor, Ali Manlove, Tinas Yo, I think, or there was a bunch of E's. I'm sure I didn't pronounce that right. Uh, Casey, what did I do? KB Martin? I think it's Casey. <laughs> Casey Martin, that's what that is. What have I done? Dan Burnite, Chris DeYoung, Carolyn uh, Kriglow? No, yeah, uh, Lauren Kyle, Jackamus, talk what? What is Jack Jackamarius? Talk the Ritricks? I don't, I don't know what that is. My God, I did my best. Uh, Valerie Wilson, Carrie Ann Cole Cast- Castellano. Hey. I don't know fuck that up. She's connected. Yeah, uh, Cheyenne Eden Finelli, probably connected also. Erica uh, Sil Berman, Sil Berman, ma'am. <laughs> Don and Tanner. I don't know if it's and or just like the letter N. So thank you, Don and Tanner. Maybe uh, Jess Cam, uh, Jennifer <laughs> New and Joellis Lopez. Thank you guys so, so much for everything you do. We can't do it without you. Uh, other producers this week are uh, Zach Golizet. Uh, I don't, it's his birthday. His brother says he's ugly, but he listens to the show. So sorry, Zach. Your brother hates you. Uh, Liz Vas- Vasquez, Tracy Mitchell, Michael Perry, uh, Susanna Platt, Amanda Knight, Paul Williams. Uh, Naomi, I think, Simpson, 
I think that's what I wrote. Uh, probably not. Uh, Ashley Vio, Jennifer Visconti, Christine Leichel, uh, Dontre Brinson, Deontre, sorry, uh, Lindy Simmons, Justin Monroe, Kristen Richards, TJ Bartlett, Peyton Meadows, Amanda Turner, Will with no last name, Gene Lyon, uh, James Martyr, John DeLong, John Knickerbocker, Christy D- oh, Dodson, I think. Seems uh, reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> Jillian Grazi- Graziola, Grazioso. Fuck up all the Italian names I know. <laughs> No. This guy's got a terrible Italian. I love I love spaghetti. Uh, I really do. And on every other. <laughs> I love spaghetti. <laughs> every other goddamn thing you guys make. Reagan Shalkley. Stephen Schnell. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, thanks, uh, buddy. Alex Robertson. Uh, what is that? Al- Alzia? No. Alex Marchantante? <laughs> no. <Another. laughs> Isabel O'Brien. Sorry, Paisans. S- Serena Lewis. Uh, Lex Lozia. Loz- Alex Lozoya. Hey. Uh, Mariah Mariah Kip Susley. Maria Kip. It's just Kip Susley on uh, Twitter, I think. Uh, Michael. Oh, shit. Sentiani. <laughs> Kim Perry. Adrian Trial. Or Trill, uh, Ben Lambert, uh, Anthony Knott, uh, Gabby, no, Gabby Javasi Notte, <laughs> Raphael Corno, Sam and Wendy Susan Stalker, Liz Bryan, Eric Smith, Ali Smith, Janice Hill, Robin Anderson, M- Ma G, uh, Megan uh, Malcolm, yep, Thomas, no, Thomas. <laughs> yep, I got it. <laughs> I got this one, everybody. Thomas Brown, Danielle, Jackie Sukup, Rachel Lambert, Jonathan West, Monica Bailey, Mindy Debus, Eric Cefeli, uh, I am not aroused by feet, I don't believe you, Diana V, Austin Beamer. <laughs> you had to mention that, I can't believe it. <laughs> Krista Walker, Stephanie Hicks, Mary Carter Goal, Rosie Kep- uh, Kepagli, Pagli. Again, see, guys, Kapali? this is on purpose, I think, now. He's, he's just, he's got it in for us. Jerry Exxon, Noah Marby, uh, Rise Probin, uh, Pink Zebra, uh, Independent Consultant, Dominique Baljoma, probably not, <laughs> Jocelyn Meyer, uh, Lisa Cirilli, Cir- <laughs> I'm not doing that on purpose. Uh, sir, sir, right. I love it. Chase Forbes, Jillian Lindeman, uh, Laura Blakesley, Joe Leslie, uh, Ava Ava Atkinson, Matt Nixon, Kristen o- Olden, uh, Katie Price, Christopher Palco, Andy with no last name, Amanda Rutherford, Laura Reyna, Stanton Parson, Dick Minge. Yeah, <laughs> it, I said it again. Uh, Anthony uh, Co- Columbaro, uh, Laura. Hey. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Laurel gonna... Christie. I'll, I'll call the headquarters and let them know. Nicole Moore, call the Knights of Columbus. I'll call the Knights of Columbus Hall and let them know. It's the Sons of Italy Hall. I'll give a call down there. Sony Blackham? Bal- Backlam. I don't know. Qu- Quinn Kunzi- Kunzikinski? No. All right, take that, Pollocks. <laughs> One for you. Allison Mead, Jamie Newsom, Matt Zick, and uh, Nicole Allison. Keith Marker, Marler. Tanya H., uh, Alexander Reinertz, probably not. Emily Malinowski, uh, Jennifer Wright, Kathaya, uh, Alvarenge. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Jessica Dixon, Mike, Michaela Danby, uh, David Tatarus, damn it, Tatterzook, <laughs> Andrea Lura, uh, Paige with no last name, Ryan Daxton, Jess Liu, Mark O'Brien, uh, Jester Lackey, Lauren Gray, Lizzie Stum- Stumbaugh, uh, Mate Ruiz Smith, no, Matey, Mayette. Maybe I don't know. Like he's a mate. Rice Williams. What's up, mate? Thanks, mate. <laughs> Lee Main, Trisha Hinkle, Lucy Vasquez. 
Uh, Allie Kirk, Carlton Klein, uh, Benjamin Baker, Jaw with no last name, so obviously rule. Uh, no, Josh clearly. Brooks, Thanks, ja. <laughs> Brent Howard, Jacob with no last name, Kelly Carlson, Kay Birch, Allison Davenport, Tyler with no last name, Craig Livermore, no oh, Norman, what? Dominique Cherie, <laughs> Hayden Owens, Elizabeth Dixon, Jennifer Long O'Hare, Damon Thompson, Jacob Stormont, Martin Lewis, Williams, what? William White, Krista Graham, Jeremy Scribner, Scribner, Summer Stanley, Cassandra Pyle Bacho, uh, Gina, Gina D- Dillon. Stephen, no, that's Sean Briley. <laughs> Stephen, that's why. Steve Tancredi, Shannon Sullivan, William Wetzel of the Pretzel Fortune. Thank uh, fuck. T- Tyler White. Some of that pretzel money up in this bitch. <laughs> Tyler Whalen, Tyrus Blazy. I'm spending pretzel money this month, everybody. <laughs> Deanna Buck, Tim McBride, Dylan Alexander, Sha- uh, Sean Kelly, Robert Cook, Fred Widmore, Nava with no last name, Alexandra Studer, uh, Aaron Fischel, Lisa Atkinson, Siobhan, no, Siobhan Valley, I think. Uh, Chris Mc, uh, Chris Gregory, Steph, uh, Stephanie Olgan, Martin Williams, Dustin Manley, Megan Matthews, uh, Angela Russell, Amanda Hickling, uh, Miles Wilson, Robert with no last name, Krista Hale, uh, what is that? Oh boy, Zach Allen, that's what that is. Hey. Good Lord. Uh, jo- James Jordan, Bradley Vander K. <laughs> I think uh, Paul 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 Vam- Vamos Vamos Vamanos Vamanos uh, Michael Miller Cameron Big Sexy Ortega No you don't get to do that <laughs> Come on Jacob Bender uh, Kevin Buckley John John B Taylor jo- Charles Oh Oh Boy What Did I Do Ovesny Kyle o- Ocoin He's Gonna Change His Name mm. to Charles Oh Boy What Did I Do <laughs> uh, Katie Wallace Jeff Jeffrey Steelflex, probably. What? No, it's not. <laughs> dare you. It's a porn name. It's Je- uh, it, oh, it is, it is Jeffrey, or is it Jefferson? Uh, does it matter, <laughs> really, the first name? The first name's irrelevant here. Andrew Simon, Ann Peacock, Char Green, Joseph, no, Jesper, no, Hage, Morgan Skeen, Mel Quinn, James Skelman, Stephanie Steen, Jay McFarland, uh, Marguerite Stigliano, Yes, Sicily. No, <laughs> yes. that's not it either. Ah, shit. Skiliano, Siliano, right? Okay. With the G, the G's silent? I don't know. So what it depends I, on, yeah. Probably. Marguerite. It's hey, a, it's, it's a, a Marguerite. Certainly a, yeah. Liz Cummings, uh, Michael Hartley, Paige and Julie, Chris Davis, Lindsay Jarmain, Mel Hancock, Jeff, Jack Shaw, Dim Huggin. I dig that. Nice. No? Very impressive. Uh, Rebecca Sykes, Jay Sean Martin, Jamie Moy, uh, so, what is that? Solana, Don, Enrique Amaro, no, Amparo. Jessica with no last name, Chris with no last name, Lou with no last name, Jamie Hoosman, Houseman, Sophia uh, Roselli, yep, uh, Samantha Domina, JBB, uh, Mark Schrade, Daniel, Daniel, Carlos Rodriguez Figueroa, Bryce Frisky, Denise Bray, B- Daryl uh, Fordham, Sybil Starr, Cody with no last name, Rebecca Harris, Thomas Smither, 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 Larry Butterfast, he's fantastic. Yeah. He's a good dude. Definitely. Shannon with no last name, Roseanne Hatch, Evan Gorey, uh, Rebecca Stearns, no, Jacob Stearns, what? Uh, how did Rebecca come Sorry, from? Sorry, Jacob. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jacob. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Wow. Jesse Cooper. You ever transition, now you know. You're Rebecca. <laughs> I've picked it for you. Uh, Alyssa, Alyssa Nesbitt, uh, Beth Hicks, Cody, no, Carden, Caden Carpenter, yeah. Carla Jerez, uh, <laughs> Sarah Cribb, Emily Peters, Aaron McCain, Louise, Louise, Ryan, or Ren? Rue. Uh <laughs> 
Lori Allen, Lowry Creech, Madeline Ever- Everest, Everts, Monica Nelson, Melanie Martin, Coat Rock Cody, no Rock City Games, uh, Aaron Clark, Catherine Blankenship, Amy Easton, Kristen Christina Trent, Dean with no last name, Aaron McPhee, Atticus with no last name, Junebug Jones, probably the best name this week. That's a good one. R. James McQuaid, uh, Julie Fierro, uh, Jocelyn Converse, what? Fierro and Converse? Hey, cool. Uh, Carista Medler, Caleb Jester. We're getting close, man. I like it. Uh, no, we're not. No? God damn it. All right, let's do it. Uh, hey, thank you fuck guys it. We love so you guys. Much. Thank uh, you. Brianne Johnson, Lindsay with no last name, Renee Wilson, John Broyles, Devon, Devin, Devin Sylvia, Kate Norton, Dulce with no last name, Aaron Jones, Cadence, no, Candace. Dora, is that Jora? Uh, Leahy, uh, Sydney with no last name, Regina Clifton, Laura Cole, Eric Lord, Jennifer Kilpatrick, Heather Trump, Gabaja Voice Visa, Nettie, nope, I, I'm so sorry, Adrian Padilla, Mike Pisani, uh, Carly Keir, Caitlin, no, Kaylin Horton, J- <laughs> JB, uh, Laura Sauter, Jacob Turner, Amit Andrea O'Rourke, J- uh, Jared Butler, Jake Metter, Jamie O, Damian Buchemin, Buchemin, Chantel with no last name, Sherry Littlefield, Don, v- no, Dave, Bon Keen, God damn it, Samantha Worry, Pam Bellinger, <laughs> Desiree Navarro, Jacob Chardonnay, nope, Chauvinet, Chauvinard. Bethany Pryor. Uh, Working hard. Jim. I'm doing my Marley Gore. <laughs> Sarah Dempsey. Marley Gore. Jordan Kukendall. Uh, Becky Copley. Dan Moran. Matilda Carter. Jessica Sprankle. No. Yeah. Uh, MG. Is that MG Hudson? I think. I hope. Alex Davis. Hannah Davis. Gortor, Gortedge. Uh, Gortedge Baines. I'm sorry. Slick Rick. Cy Cannon. Jake Merceau. Matt Sillette. Trent Becker. Lisa Becker. Sarah Cleveland. Maria Radcliffe. Annette Acevedo. Avavedo. Uh, in, Innes Ishmael. <sighs> Meg Srendel, I'm so bad at this. <laughs> Dario Moyes, uh, Summer Sidonite, Sidney, Summer Sidney, Amanda Gallipo, 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 Melissa Randall, Allison Tate, Sylvia Smith, Melissa Schmaltz, Heather Hardman, uh, Alicia Horner, Taters, what up? I don't know what that is. I don't know either. But, but that's a thing. Up, Tater? Josh Melhorn, Shay Martin. Uh, Christy O'Donnell, Leanne Hatch, Monica James, uh, Stephen Rossiter, Molly with no last name, Dee Marie, Shelley Vandenberg, Robin Jarul, Jarul, uh, Setley, Moore with no last name, uh, Cody Purcell, uh, Ryan Andrews, Joseph Miller, uh, Tion Marsh. Now we're close, guys. Hey. I think. No, we're not. What happened here? How did I get so deep? Uh, I don't know. That sounded gross. A, uh, a Fotin- <laughs> so deep? Fotinos, Jacques Delisle, uh, Peyton Sports Girl, Erica Herrera, GG Girl, Cassie Kennedy, Jillian Proctor, Ashley Britton, Rebecca Fuller, Alex with no last name, Rory Owen, Cam, Void, Bryce, Abigail Hall, Amanda Sherrill. Thur- no. Stephen Nutter, Kendon, uh, uh, Adam Pulvermaker, Pulvermacher, Hannah, Hannah, Hannah Swan, fuck, Andrew Clark, Messied, Janet M., Sarah White, Katie Hoffman, Kyle Bo- uh, Boyack, 
And then another Kyle Krasowski, uh, <laughs> Nina Tedeschi, uh, Rachel Strauss, Elizabeth Milbert, Mike Schmidt Jr. Probably not. Really? Maybe. That's possible. So. We don't know. Uh, Murray? No. Mark. Mer- uh, Merv Speaker? I don't think so. Uh, I think it's Myra. I don't- Samantha would know last name. Danielle Dole, Bob's daughter. John Wegner, Serena. No. Strena. Str- Serena Hernandez. Daisy Ray hey. Hayes. Lindsey Burns. Nicholas. Allie uh, Miller. Andrew Gillen. Michelle Corbett. Crystal Malin, what it, Malinowski, Raymond Smith, Sarah Kirschman, Natalie Foster, L. Derby, Lindsay Redman, Ralph Benetti, uh, J- Jason, 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 Owens Addison, Lacey Ford, Harry Bridges. It's gross bridges. Hey. Jennifer <laughs> Justice Thompson, Justice Johnson, uh, Monica Bingaman, Bingham, uh, Sarah Chowman, Chamon, Akina, with no last name, Elliot Rise Coleman, Jessica McArdle, uh, Niall Gargan, uh, Derek Matthias, Genevieve Capral, Andy, with no last name, Lynn Hollier, Trevor Porter, uh, Francis, with no last name, Kyle McHenry, uh, Johnny Block, Brent Sheik, no. Uh, Caleb Brown, <laughs> Casey Taylor, uh, Miranda Ekstrom, Mackenzie Heron, Katie Watchstein, Tom Kohler, Megan McDonald, uh, Ashley Porter, Brian Johnson, Annette, Fre- Annette Freeze, uh, Brandon Hall, Nathaniel Redekop. Mary Letta Morgan, uh, Danielle Rickles, Elizabeth Gidland. Now we're close, I swear to God. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for supporting what we do. Josh yeah. Tompkins, Mac, uh, Mark uh, Chenier. Jenny Siegel, Ryan Beer, Tyler Sharp, Carly with no last name, Emma Jones, Jonathan Cox, Jackie Edmiston, Edmiston, Janica with no last name, Nathan Ebaugh, Tyler e, uh, Tyler Dean, Rachel Colleen, Rachel Schultes, Unicorn Husker, Philip Patrick Breton, Breton, Justin Smoleski, uh, <laughs> Ryan Phillips, Melanie Zick, Zockadel. Brett Sparks, Tyler Scara, <laughs> Hey P. Roy, uh, David Mahi, Chelsea Guild, Casey McAllister, Stephanie McClintock, Austin Horton, Laura McAllister, Zach W., D- uh, Dylan Mathis, Mathis, Ann Siegel, Penny D., Christy Larson, Neil Waugh, Mike Sprandlin, Spradlin, Michael Schmidt, uh, Erica... Erica Zofchak, Sherry Borner, uh, Colin Etheridge, uh, Samantha Simmons, uh, Danny Hale, Jay the Man 7724. Oh, wow. Jay the Man. Very specific man. Uh, Cole McGregor, Travis uh, Croxford, Becky McKay Schultz, Ashley Risen or Rizan, Leroy Walker, uh, Selena Vignod. Andrea Al- uh, Alacron, Christina Young, Mara <laughs> Spensiecki, Spensieri, uh, PD Dinky, uh, Kelly with no last name, Anna Morrison, Ian Mitchell, Denise Gir- Girardini. Uh, you you are right, by the way. You're onto it. It's the Italian. Yeah, you have a hard really one with that. You really, it's all uh, those vowels. Caitlin, like, oh, no. <laughs> Caitlin Bach, uh, Chris Cotting, uh, Matt Elmer, T3DRUX. I think that's somebody's license plate. Jonathan Packer, uh, Haley Pierre uh, Ramsdell, Ryan Wolf, PD Dinky. I think I said that. Dylan Landquist, Julia Lyons, Eric Willis, uh, Russ Palmer, Angel Kurtick, Sean Breen. Uh, what is this? Cat Katie. Katie Latin. Hey. La Tulip, Linda Duran Campbell, Lion Wiegeman, 
yeah, uh, Wegman, uh, Katie Devlin, Noah Chapman, Kate Watkins, Katie Watkins, Dylan uh, Hamrick, uh, Karen, Karen, Karen Dowd, Stormy B with no last name, Aaron Stackman, Brianna Stinson, Matt McLean, Casey Locke, Amber Parker, Caleb Michael, and we are home stretch, my friend. I love Alice, it. Alyssa uh, Scorich, Sarah Dunn. Nikki Crafey, uh, Marshall Erickson, Katie, what is this, Candy Simmons, uh, Caitlin Parsons, Austin Christie, uh, Lindsay Furster, Jesse Shingle, uh, Shingle, CJ Brigman, Harrison uh, Friermuth, Friermuth, <laughs> uh, Brielle Doubtright, uh, Megan Ma- Magley, Mitchell with no last name, Brianna Wright, Jenny Stiegel, David Mahi, Erica Moore, Demetrius, Demetrius Fries, uh, Matthew Clark, Vance Casey, uh, Kim Sullivan, Jen Marie, Veronica Botelho, Botello. Adam Jones, Foxhole Atheist, T. Wood, Dyke Memes. I hope. Th- oh, boy. The few <laughs> son of a bitches. What? Cameron Now, Dr. Greggles, Laura Blakesley, and all of our Patreon supporters. Thank you guys so, so much. Thank you, everybody, so much. Yeah. Honestly, from the bottom of our hearts, we thank you for everything you do for us. Uh, we obviously can't do it without you. No. And, uh we're just blown away by everything that you do to help us. So thank you a million times over. What if they wanted to thank you or insult you or, I don't know, tell you their tempura recipe? How could they do it? I'm exhausted with it. It's yeah. W-H-I-S-M-A-N sucks. If you can find that anywhere, do it. Yeah. Otherwise, thank you all so much for the support of this show because you're, Definitely. Why, you're, you're why, uh, why we do it and you're making it worth it. So thank you. Absolutely. Where can they find you? You can find me at Jimmy P is funny or just copy and paste my name and you'll fucking, you know how to yeah. look at it. If you want to find someone, you can goddamn look them up people find where strangers live right you can find me on social media you, you if you found want. uh don lemon's address you can find my handles exactly so do that <laughs> find us keep coming back week after week after week god damn it live from the crime and sports studios we will see you next week Bye. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Crime and Sports early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen early and ad-free with Wondery Plus and Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The wait is over. So far, you're not losing. The only thing you're losing is my patience. Quickly, I see that. Ding! The queen of the courtroom is back. I didn't do anything. You wouldn't know the truth if it came up and slapped you in the face. I see he's not intimidated by anything. I can fix that. New cases. She wanted to fight me. Leave her alone. Okay, so, um... Not, this is not a so. This is a period. Classic Judy. Did you sleep with her? Yes, Your Honor. You married his cousin. His brother. That's not him. Yes, ma'am. I would make a beeline for the door. The Emmy Award-winning series returns. How did I know that? I have crystal ball in my head. It's an all-new season. It's streaming. You can say anything. (laughs) Judy Justice. Only on Freebie.